Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review. That's right. We are ranking, reviewing, and recapping every Marvel Studios project. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon. The Big Daddy himself, Greg Miller. I'm having a marvelous day. And the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what an energy we're bringing on this beautiful Friday as of recording, but Monday for most people watching out there, because of course, this is kind of funnies in review where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. You could watch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review, and we will be right there for you. But if you want to watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like so many of our beautiful Patreon producers have done. Like Ryan Anderson, Kenny Kimball, Eric Velasquez. Nailed it. Ivan Quiz, Scotty Wyatt, Alex Greidel, Mama Murr, Al Tribesman, Jacob Meyer, Stefan Stryker, Gordon McGuire, Burt Meg, Jason L., James Davis Makes, the nanobiologist, Aero Joe, DJ Kento, <laughs> Ryan T. from Tennessee, Derek Garrick, Donald Eccles, Short Fuse 06, Jordan Harrison, and Sean Valorik. Thank you all so very, very much. We'll read more of those the later. The names sound painful to Tim. <laughs> He's just trying to get through Trauma them all. Best. Just Trauma trying to get best. through You're them all. Best. Best. I want everybody to know I like have pronunciation guides. I try oh, my yeah. best to like get it out there. We hear you. And we know. with those. People you get in your head. Velasquez uh, yeah, stopped me dead in my tracks the other day for a show I was hosting. I had to make sure I didn't screw it up. Yeah. And Bless is like, I was really listening after to you. I corrected myself. I've, apparently, I screwed it up. So if I get it right here, I think I'm good. Yeah, Velasquez. Yes, everybody. We're looking what, good. Uh, aliens. Good. There was a Velasquez in Aliens, wasn't there? Vasquez. Vasquez. My yeah. apologies. Back to you, Tim. <laughs> Back to the show. Back to the show, everybody. Uh, this show is brought to you by Policy Genius, Rocket Money, and Shopify. But I'll tell you all about that later. Today, we're talking about Black Panther. Wakanda forever. And this is spoiler-filled, right, Tim? This is spoiler-filled. Spoilers spoiler, to the brim. Spoiler-free review. Fill, you should fill go. them up, Andy. Fill me up, Andy. Uh, Tim, can you lower your mic just a little bit? <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know, Greg, while Tim lowering his mic, I had a thought. I was like, what if we had two Gregs? Oh, like, you couldn't, oh, you couldn't do it. You, you couldn't handle it. You couldn't just handle it. Through Andy. It would be great. Uh, Kev, you feeling good about we, this? We just started. Yeah, I believe so. Fantastic. Um, we're talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which Stop. came out. 
on November 10th, 2022. A uh, runtime of two hours and 41 minutes, making it one of the longest runtimes in the MCU thus far. Directed once again by Ryan Coogler, Great who name. we know from Fruitvale Station, Creed, the original Black Panther, and um, a whole bunch of upcoming Disney Plus series that they're working on in the Wakanda universe. Uh, music was done once again by Ludwig Gornson, who is one of the goats Good out Lord. there. You know what I mean? Just absolutely going off and does that once again in this film. Uh, budget of $250 million <laughs> and a box office. Obviously, movie just came out yesterday, so it's How? still what, rolling What could you in. possibly be laughing at? You just Googled Fruitvale Station. <laughs> it's like one of the most depressing movies ever made. <laughs> I thought, it, I thought it was that movie with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> the station agent, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, no, I no. very different, Di- apparently. Different vibes, no, though. Very, 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 very different. Very much more important story, Fruitvale Station. <laughs> Box office of $59 million thus far. Um, I uh, I have no doubts this one's going to cross a billion, uh, yeah. which, is, which is wild because for some context there, Disney hasn't had a movie cross a billion dollars since Rise of Skywalker wow. in 2019. Whoa. Really? No Way Home technically is Sony, and it crossed a billion. Mm. Very Not movies. even Endgame? That was before. Shut the fuck up. Endgame was, was, oh my god. Endgame was April, and Wow was December. Wowie. Wowie hot dog. <laughs> Wowie hot dog, everybody. Uh, so yeah, there we go. That I got through all the rigmarole and everything, so let's start off. <laughs> I'm not going to start with you, Greg. I'm starting with Eddie Cortez. What's uh, Eddie's just making me laugh. He's doing funny stuff on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's making me laugh. Greg's reaching his leg over to me. <laughs> he wants me to give him a foot massage or something. Um, Wakanda I, Forever. What did you think? I freaking love this movie. I had a great time. It's a long movie, and I was captivated by every scene. I thought the I thought the writing was fantastic. I loved the score, like Ludwig Gorenson was just like every scene brought something new to it. It felt like an like an epic. Like if you're talking about like this, it, is this movie an epic? I would say yes. Tim. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a way to categorize <laughs> it. Um, I don't know. I just had a great time with it. I hear Kevin laughing over there. Um, I for a while again spoilers. Turn it off if you don't want spoilers. Um, when the Lego kids started getting leaked and showing that Shuri was going to be the Black Panther, I was like, ah, I thought she was fine in the first one. I don't really want her to be the Black Panther. I was hoping it would be Nakia. Um, but I take all that back. Like, I think she absolutely killed this performance. Angela Bassett was fucking phenomenal. And Tenoch Mejia Huerta. Holy fuck. This is like what as soon as he walked out and I locked eyes with Greg and he said the hierarchy of Ragu Bagu is about to change. I my goodness, his every scene he was in, he just fucking ate up scenery. He was amazing. His dialogue was great. He was brooding as hell. I this movie was really, really damn good. Hell yeah. Greg Miller. Incredible. I will film. allow you to speak. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh incredible film. Uh I'm right there with Andy. Uh I feel like maybe in the third act, I have some criticisms of uh, uh, Shuri becoming Black Panther and how that happened in this film and then what goes on there. Uh, I also do think it is a long movie. And I, I walked out going, that was a really long movie. Like, that felt long to me. But I wasn't like, this is what I would have cut. Maybe I would have cut down on the battle there with the, what do they call it, the giant ship they bring out, the leopard or whatever right. they call it, the old, the the spruce goose or whatever the fuck they bring out. Like, maybe <laughs> we could have added some of that down. Uh, but overall, like, I loved this film. And it was one of those movies that 
while watching it, I was in my head going, I'm having a great time. This is a really fun movie. Holy shit. Namor's awesome. Oh my God. This is amazing. Oh, I love this. What? That was an interesting choice. That's an interesting tease. And then I forget all about the tease until they get to the post mid credit scene. I was like, damn, like they did a great job with this film. I was thoroughly entertained the entire time and really loved it. Nicholas. Uh, me as well. Um, I, I, I think that the movie, the, the weaker points of the movie are actually the moments that are the Marvel-y moments. The, yep. the, the, the fight scenes. I mean, I mean this has the motorcycles the sort of scene was like one thing I was like, I'm not super digging this, the, the, the chase scene yeah. that they have there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that. Particular that scene. I think yeah. sort of toward the end, I was like, I think it's just because it speaks, it's, it speaks to the quality of the actual like acting and the writing in this with that, that the more dramatic moments and the struggle with the characters I really cared about. There were moments where the, and then when they started going into the traditional like superhero action moments, I was like, Oh right, this is a Marvel movie, uh, which I think is, is high praise. I think they, they have really great actors in this. I think Angela Bassett mm-hmm. is just insane, incredible. insane. Just incredible. Um, and I mean, I'm interested to hear your, your criticism of how they, um, or your critique rather, of how they have how Shuri became Black Panther, because I liked all that stuff. I liked the conflict there. I liked that she had to kind of figure out how to get that power back, how to, how to uh, you know, genetically engineer and print the heart shaped flower. I thought that was really, really cool. So let's just jump there because it'll be forever sure. till we get there in the plot or whatever, yeah. right? My problem. Well, we control that. We are the holder of three things. They're podcasting. Shut up, Andy. All right. When we go to the wide shot, you can talk. But when we're over here. Now, I want to hear everybody's talk on it. Right. Take on it. (laughs) Get out of here. The buzzing of flies to us. Uh, No, my thing there is I'm with you on the journey and trying to make the herb and do all that stuff. I think it would have been more in line for the Shuri we knew or we've gotten through this film and the film before it to be like, I've made it. And now... Like you were talking about, uh, Nakia, uh, Okoye, mm-hmm. especially Okoye, right? You've been stripped of being a, the leader of the oh, Dora Milaje. You know, you should go do that. What are you going to do now? What are you going to be? Yeah. I thought it would have made wear more really sense to give her. Ranger suit is what I'm going to do. Don't even get me. We'll get there. We'll get there for sure. <laughs> I think that would have been a more interesting to give it to her. I think it would have been more interesting if, like we saw, she comes out of uh, talking to Michael B. Jordan. What a fucking cameo. Oh, comes really? out of that and is like, they, the ancestors weren't there to do it. I'm not the Black Panther. Oh, my God. And then Nakia is, has to go and do it. She, has, she takes the herb and she goes and do it. I, it it's because when we get down to it, it comes back to. And I know, don't get me wrong, these characters live off the screen. There's, they're in a living, breathing world over there. So I get the fact that Shuri, of course, has trained as well and is a seasoned fighter because of what she's done. Blah, blah. They've never demonstrated that in the movies. So for her to get the herb, get, become Black Panther, and then square off against Namor puts me into the same realm as when Superman fights Zod and Man of Steel, where it's like, awesome, you are a farm boy who right. knows how to fist fight, maybe, I don't know when you did that because you've always been overpowered and haven't fought anybody, right. and now you're going up against someone who's been trained and genetically engineered to be a warrior. Namor's how many thousands of years old and has been fighting and killing people for his whole time? I feel like he would have clowned her out. What? 1.5. Years old, right? Thank you. Would have clowned her out in two seconds there. And I feel like it would have been more interesting and more true to Shuri, the scientist, I, to be yeah. like, I've got it, and I'm not the fighter. See, I'm not I, that person. I totally hear that, and from a semantic standpoint, absolutely agree. But from a from a character arc standpoint, the fact that she was that that she the ancestors did answer her call, and it was Michael B. Jordan, and he was like the spirit of vengeance. And he has that great line where he's like, You wanted me here because you want 
vengeance and that's why I, that's why i'm here i'll teach you how to do that and then having her get up to that precipice and then of course we all knew she wasn't gonna kill him but like God, but feel so that good. moment where she's I love, like i could kill you and i'm not going especially to. after our rewatch i do love the call back to angela bassett show show him who, who you are, are right? right like she did for so, uh but this whole movie i mean the, the, the what i love about it the whole movie is about dealing with loss right it's about yeah. dealing with that like not being able to help someone who's who died and the fact that they were able to, I think that what blew me away was the fact they were able to do that organically and have it actually tie into Chadwick Boseman's p- passing and have have you feel that and have the whole movie be sort of like a, hey, we're all our family, which is the Marvel family is healing from this. I thought that was really, really cool. And For so sure. I thought she did a great job with that. And then just the moment at the end, God, where she's just. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not taking anything away from Letitia Wright and her performance as Shuri and Shuri throughout the entire picture, including the ending. I just thought it was a little bit like, I get it, and I understand, and I I, so, I like the idea of picking up your brother's mantle and right. becoming the Black Panther. It just never seemed like that's what she wanted, nor was I'm sorry, Tim. Just my, my rebuttal to that is that Shuri, I think, was not a farm girl in the sense of like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like we even saw her in the last movie like go up against Killmonger, and I think that even though she's not a warrior, she's the one making the suits. She's the one that understands its power, and I think that it's like the Sure, but when James Bond goes down, I don't think Q's going to step up to go be the next 007. But the difference, Q doesn't have like a vibranium suit that, that he can use, and that way where I feel like the one-on-one with uh, um, with uh, Namor when they're going up and she he she wraps herself around him and like claws into him and then explodes out. It's right. like to me that's that type of like she knows how to fight because of this suit and stuff. And it's like and she's also she is a trained fighter. I mean she fought in the Endgame Portals fight and she fought against Killmonger. That's just what we've seen. So it's like I don't think she is just a scientist. I think that there is the vibe that like there was a lot of training where I I buy it. I buy her going up against well, him, especially given the tech that she has. But also you have the other two candidates. For it, right, which is Akoya and Nakia. Nakia is more of a spy who's also retired, and we see why she didn't want that mantle because she has to take care of her no son. And then uh, Akoya, that that could have been that could have worked as well. But I think that 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 Shuri taking up the mantle because the mantle is not just a person who goes out and fight; it's a leader, it's a protector. And I feel like it's always been the king for a reason, or the or the leader for a reason, which makes sense to me. Like she had to be that person because she is going to go forward. She's the last of that family, that bloodline, and she's going to lead the nation. So she should be the Black Panther. Give it to Angela Bassett. So she's so That's ripped. She's so ripped. She doesn't even need the herb. Yeah, she no, looks awesome. She's describes when she's day, talking at the UN and her guns are out. Like, this God, really confused me. Also, this really she, confused me. Look I, at this shot. I hate this. You guys are having too much fun. Also, is she <laughs> the leader of Wakanda now? Because at the end, when M'Baku shows up and challenges, is he joking? Or See, is that, he, was, the, I that was a weird vibe, man. Like I, I, So I've seen the movie twice now. And um, I, after the first one, I was like, oh, he's definitely joking. And then watching it the second time, I'm like, I think he's joking, but like it just was—it's weird. I I don't because I couldn't tell if it was well. like, oh no, because he, he's like you know Black Panther isn't here, and he didn't say it like I'm pulling one over. It sounded to me like it, my interpretation was Shuri and him have talked. Shuri doesn't want to lead. She'll be Black Panther. He can go be king. Yeah. yeah. We'll Tim, see. what did you think, Tim? I I loved this movie for sure. Um, I I think I'm the least high on it out of like pretty much anyone else that I've talked to. Um, watching it the second time, a lot of my criticisms um, I were were lessened. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more the second time, and I think that everything that you guys have a problem with, I also have a problem with. Where it's just the where this movie is good, it is utterly fantastic. But then I feel like some of the things where it's not as good really kind of drag it down, and I think it's because of how great it is overall yeah. and i think that some of the like to nick's point like the marvelisms like the action in this movie is pretty forgettable i don't think there's any scene that is like 
iconic and amazing in the way that in uh, Black Panther 1 even there was like some really really great stuff um, there are moments in each fight scene that are absolutely so freaking dope having Okoye put her spear when she's driving the car and using it to yeah, drift, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super cool there's moments on the boat fight where Shuri in the Black Panther outfit is like Spider-Man parkouring along yeah. and like the action is so inspired for a fi- 15 second burst and then it gets back to this like bad Power Ranger stuff mm-hmm. and it's just kind of unfortunate where that stuff I think drags down the quality of what really could have been to me like a ultimate top tier Marvel movie now it brings it brings it down where I'm like I can't say that I think this movie's better than the first one I just really don't and it's mm. it's not uh, it's not their fault they had to deal with what they had to deal with and I think that they dealt with it beautifully like there's so many moments in this movie that are 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 so powerful because of the realities of how everyone had to deal with the death of Chadwick Boseman. And even beyond that, like the state of the MCU and the pandemic and everything, the fact that this movie is as good as it is, and this movie's going to stand the test of time. And I think that that's really, really incredible given how much bad shit went into to making this happen. Um, but the the parts that like don't add up in this movie, a lot of the Julia Louis-Dreyfus stuff, uh, upon rewatch, I think fit a little better in the movie. Like really? some of the stuff that, yeah, I was surprised. What do you think doesn't add up with Julia Louis-Dreyfus? I just feel like that plot was kind of like, a, like why we don't care about this. It felt more like like a Age of Ultron style setup for more in- Gotcha. Future as opposed to being embedded in the movie that we're gotcha. in. Um, and I, re-watching it, I was like, it was less jarring. I was like, okay, it actually does kind of um, seem together a little bit better. Um, I think Riri Williams, uh, like when she first shows up, uh, I love her. And then yeah. as the movie goes on, and this was both Side times line. I watched it, she just gets less and less good. And I'm kind of like, oh man, like you're more of a MacGuffin character like America was in Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. And it's kind of a bummer. And then for her to fly around in this this really bad looking suit Ugly. is like, Suit. It's not suit. great, you know, yeah. and, and it's just kind of a bummer uh, to get to the end of the movie and, and have it be be like that when there's just so much good otherwise. And I, I even all this, I sound so much more negative than I want to because all of the underwater stuff, utterly brilliant. I can't believe that once again, they made an entire new world that I can't wait to see more of in the MCU, get another whole movie of just that stuff. Like they, they made Wakanda. We've had James Gunn make the cosmic side. Like you guys have heard me on MCU interview a million times. You get what I'm saying. Like, I love how they can kind of create these worlds. I can't believe they created an underwater world, uh, in, in a world for us in reality, where we've seen Aquaman, we see what that stuff can be. And this movie almost was like, we're just going to do that absolutely right. Like, yeah. I know this is what you think it should be. We're going to do it this way. And I think so much of it has to do with the, the fact that Ryan Coogler was like, we need to make the lighting down here feel believable. This is underwater. The fact that they had the underwater sun thing be part of it to give That's the light cool. down mm-hmm. there. So much wise choices to allow the production design to speak for itself um, to create this whole new cast of characters that I'm interested in. Having said that, I'm really only interested in Namor himself. All the other ones, I feel like they didn't do as good of a job building them up as Black Panther 1 did of building up Wakanda in addition to Black Panther. And I know they're, they're the antagonists in this one, but the anti-heroes. Um, I, I kind of feel like they are more anti-heroes and we got a lot more of them than we got of Killmonger in the last movie. I really wish we kind of, I kind of cared more about some of their supporting cast as opposed to just the big guy oh, going woman. up against the warrior. And then there's the woman one. It's like, I, I really wish we got a little bit more there. Really quick. Do you guys actually think they're anti-heroes? Because I feel like their plot is just that they hate land people right like i feel like they're, well, i feel they're like just, namor like, is a sympathetic a sympath you sympathize with why he's doing what he's doing i would not call him a hero in this yeah. in particular i think he is still the antagonist but i i don't think he's a 
cookie cutter antagonist similar to we'll compare it to Aquaman, right? Where uh, the ba- uh, what's his name? Um, Jason Momoa. No, the the, ba- the, oh, the brother Black character. Mantis. No, no, Ocean no, Master. Ocean Master. Ocean Master is like, I just want to take over, and I want to take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's like, because I want to take over. Yeah, if, if anything, it's, as, it's you know, I thought no more. There were moments where I was like, oh, if if they could sit down and talk this out, there's actually a possibility. I I understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's yeah. doing to protect people. Was and I and I feel when he got, like I love all that stuff with, with when he was a kid and he sees like he comes to the the plantation and like sees all the the horror of what's like what the reality of the the surface world has. And I think there are those. I think they did a great job, for lack of a better term, humanizing him, where he feels like a real character. He feels like he's got those moments with Letitia Wright where you're like, oh, you guys could actually be like friends. Like you got you're two rulers of these two. Very, very powerful uh, world kingdoms, and you guys could actually get together and protect each other. But there were just those little moments of like, ah, you just you can't let this one little thing. He's got to go. look out for his people. And you got to look out for your people. Yeah, and it I, puts him diametrically opposed. Unfortunately, I think the whole uh, idea of having to chase Riri felt a bit more forced than it. Like they they kept he kept saying, "I need to kill the scientist." But well, it didn't really feel like it was super justified. No. Like it, like it could. I feel like a couple, a conversation too would just like change his <laughs> mind. But like it, it just made it seem like so like do or die of having to kill her in order to really just have a plot and have some sort of conflict. Um, I I thought that a lot of that felt a little bit forced. Um, but uh, like th- I think this movie went a lot of different ways, and I wasn't expecting it to. I thought sure. the U.S. side would have been a lot more involved. I thought, like, when we see the previews of this movie, I go, oh, okay, it's um, it's um, Namor and his crew against Wakanda, and they're going to finally, they're going to realize, wow, we have a common enemy, and it's the white man, <laughs> or whatever. Like, it is the colonizers, it is uh, the, the special forces, or whoever these people are, that are trying to, like, come in and take our uh, riches, or whatever, and... That didn't really happen because the Americans just really weren't involved the whole like as we kept on seeing more and more fighting between the two groups, I'm just like, what where are the why, why aren't we seeing more from like the American side? I would have I, I could have sworn that like more special forces and more army well, people would have would have showed up. There were the, it was fr- the French government in the beginning, but there is that one wonderful moment. And shout out to Julie Louis Dreyfus, who she's he's like, could you uh, uh, Martin Freeman's like, could you imagine what America would do if we were sitting on a mountain of uh, <laughs> of vibranium? She goes, I dream about, about that. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's gonna be so good when she gets to actually like flex that muscle a little bit. Um, yeah, but I, I, but I feel you. But I think that was what I think that would have been. There already had one too many things by introducing Riri in this. And yeah. I think they kind of did her dirty and like kind of introducing that idea and not giving her a proper like origin story for it's Ironheart, right? That's yeah. that's the name of the the her character. Remember, she knocks the iron heart out and then is in some weird fucking her ugly ship, ass. Her sh- ship suit looks like a little heart. I shoulder back. Incredible. I got all that. That's great. <laughs> incredible. Um, she looks like Astro Boy. Unfortunately. Um, but but I think that I, I think that they were juggling a lot of different elements in this. And I think that I think Ryan Cougar smartly was like, we're gonna spend a little time and build out this the, the city of um what is it called? Talocon. Yeah. What is it? Talocon. Talocon. Uh which by the way, everything I mean you 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 talked about the production design of this movie. It's stunning. The way this movie shot as Good well. Good lord. Is it is shot. Everything amazingly. underwater. Those moments where we're just sitting and we see that beautiful shot of the of um the sun and it's very like Aztecan Aztecian. 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 
incredible. I mean, the throne being like a great white shark. I mean, any time we see the whales or like the big things, it's like there is that like, LOL, this is funny looking moment. But like, it becomes believable in a way that Knockman, it didn't. It just felt silly. And they did it for a couple different reasons, right? One, One was that first scene with Lake Bell. Is scary as shit, dude. It's like a horror movie. It's in a the horror beginning. movie, amazing. Where they go down and they all start walking, jumping, and Deep Star Six back in the day, where like something underwater, like really underwater, is going to kill you. The and siren, the sound siren stuff, sounds. which is so cool. Yeah. I, I wish they 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 talked about it a little bit though, because I feel like not everyone's going to get what's going on. The they don't power, know the baby. history of mermaids and sure. shit, like because that singing stuff and them killing themselves was like so scary and so cool. Right. And I, I just wish they did more with that. Uh, but I mean, I feel like yeah, I I feel like he he. Coogler did a great job with sort of establishing that, but then also like one of my big criticisms of big criticisms, but one of my criticisms of the first Black Panther movies, I was like, we're supposed to understand what Wakanda is, and it's very difficult in the first movie where we've really seen this to understand how vast this kingdom is. I think this movie is very help, very much helped by that. We're already established. We know what this city is. We know how powerful they are, and so we could build on that. And he, I think he did that really, really well. I I, I also want to applaud them for not doing what they did to Killmonger and just kind of killing off a really, really Thank good God. villain. Uh, because for a while, like, I... Before we... When we watched the previews, like I just mentioned earlier, I'm assuming um, that he's not going to die and they're going to join forces and they're all going to, you know, he's going to be here for the future. But as we kept on going deeper and deeper into the movie, I kept, like, kind of worrying to myself, like, oh, no, he's... You can't do this. You can't just kill off this amazing villain that we're watching on screen. Well, like we when need they him attack the future, let's say, like you know, keep you guessing in the thing. Like I didn't expect the attack on Wakanda to be so devastating, let yeah. alone to kill the queen. And that's that thing of like, oh shit! Like back to the vengeance that Shuri is seeking. Yeah. Right? You see that start to. Oh yeah, I'd want this guy dead too. I love Angela Bassett. I love her in this role, so I understand why. As soon as Angela this. Bassett dies, I'm like, oh fuck! Now they have to kill him. God damn it! This <laughs> yeah, yeah. sucks. Like, <laughs> no, but I, I I love that so much. And sorry to, to cut you off. No, here. Yeah, just like, like real quick, I just want to say that, uh, and we're going in circles here. But going back to what I was saying, Letitia Wright to me was like the standout of this movie. I mean, Angela Bassett, give her all the awards. That is so obvious. I just I can't believe how transformed she was in this. Where she was always a fun character. I liked her a lot in the first movie because she was kind of that comic relief, but also just like a fun, cool character. And then in this, like the grief fills her so so much that when you you watch her and like you just believe every choice she makes mm-hmm. and the anger and all of it and the choices they made with Killmonger and even though her mom was killed her making the choice to not do it all that stuff I thought was just so well done and I think it is the combination of how well she was written and then how well she performed that character like yeah. I I was very impressed where I would not have necessarily wanted her to be Black Panther now I'm like oh I really like you being Black Panther I want to give a shout out oh, sorry. I was going to say and for all of my issues of how uh, Moon Knight has a very, very cool fighting power and kit and shit like that. They just didn't really utilize it a whole lot in the show. The way they utilized uh, Namor here was mm. amazing. The, like I, it, Any scene where he's kind of just wall running, wall jumping, like or air jumping rather, double jumping, triple jumping, so cool, so visually awesome. I just... I. Uh, th- I kind of had this like, oh, fucking finally, they're using like the power set in a really fun and interesting way, you know? Could have gone either way too with those wings on his feet. Yeah, totally. Could have got real, totally, real yeah. fast. I want to give a shout out to Winston Duke, though, who I think they're making. They're, I love how they're sort of like pushing that character into being more like a little bit of comic relief, but also like the heart of. Of uh, sort of the Wakanda family, he'll talk and, shit, but he'll do the right thing. Yeah, but he's also like, I, I just love that moment where he's like, you Michael. know, I'm, I'm your, like, he's like the consigliere now, and he's yeah. like, your mom wanted me to help you, like, 
take or not power but like help you lead and, and help you like you know like direct you a little bit and i thought it was so cool and i also love just the sort of like the visual of this hulking man just standing next to shuri who has got to be i mean she's tiny right in comparison so tiny. and just that that that's such a fun visual power dynamic to play with on film and how she had to push back on him and she's like i am this you have to do what i'm talking about yeah now. he's like fuck you're right it was really really cool also just another shout out to the wardrobe department because everything she wears in this movie i wish i could wear and look that good in and the, I mean, for lack of a better term, the it's hoodie just with the little neck. Oh, oh so, so cool. sick! Me and Mike were like, we're taking, we're like taking notes. I was like, I don't know what that. <laughs> I don't think we can afford it, but it's pretty yeah. dope. I mean, the hairstyles. I feel like throughout the, the entire movie, like the amount of different hairstyles each of the characters have, and they always just look so freaking cool. Yeah, Angela Bassett, like the most ripped looking golden girl, like with that dude with for real. Looked awesome. For me, the standout on that front, and I want to make sure I'm being clear about this, uh, is Nakia. The character there, right? Uh, Lupita. Lupita Nyong'o, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. In the way that I remember her kind of being forgettable, I felt. You know, she's the spy. We understand in the, in the beginning of Black Panther, she's introduced as a spy. Then she's kind of the ex-girlfriend. And then she's there throughout the movie. And then the movie's over. It's like, okay, I don't blah, blah. Like this one here, I thought she was stunning. And I don't mean, and I'm, not, I'm not sexualizing her. I'm not doing this thing. I mean, like when she was on screen, my eyes were on her. It's one of those things where when people talk about like, oh, Tom Cruise is a movie star. Mm-hmm. For me in this picture, she was. Yeah. Where like I thought when she's introduced in Haiti again, she's in this amazing dress and her hair is great and she just beams. And then every one of her beats throughout the movie I thought was so well done, including like her on the beach in this like cool, like aqua stealth she's suit. She's like a right? goddess. Dude. Then going into that <laughs> thing, right? Then coming out and then of course the end and then the introduction of what, you know, being uh, T'Challa's um, Son, well, T'Challa's mom, I guess, but you understand where I'm going with that. Right, right. Uh, like, I thought she was so well done, performed so well. She was the, uh, for me, the outstanding MVP of this movie. I mean, which look, I know is saying a lot because Shuri and Angela Bassett. No, but that's, you know, that's the thing is it's saying a lot where all of us have a different one that we are saying is the MVP. I really do think that the ensemble cast is the MVP. They mm-hmm, did it. They mm-hmm. somehow did it in in a movie where you know the Wakanda Forever is bigger than the Black Panther because we lost our Black Panther. They pulled it off. Like, I I'm so impressed with how strong. Uh, an almost entirely female cast is like, yeah. like so much incredible emphasis uh, and they all st- stepped up totally nailed it and I, I'm so blown away by just the the amount of elements that had to come together for this to work like the fact that like a good portion of this movie is subtitled like in just different languages yeah. I think is so color coded the color coded cool. stuff it's like man they just they there was so many wise calls with this yeah they killed it now we're going to get to the plot of this, but before we do that, I want to tell you about our sponsors. But first, first <laughs> I want to tell you more. Patreon producers, Skylar Peterson, Casey Andrew, Elliot, Brian Chaney, Casey Kern, G. Greg, Trevor Starkey, Adam, Jacob Morfelt, Super Daddy Kyle, Undertopian, David Mintel, Jordan from Kansas, Cameron Bowes, Jake Holbs, David Huzenga, Jerkachu, Molecule, Nathan Lamoth, Monica Boomenlog, and Delaney Twining. Thank you so much for your support. You do not need to listen to the ads, but for everyone else, here they are. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use, right? Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus. That's right, you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. There's this app that we love using that takes care of that for us and it's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. 
Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. We love Shopify here at kind of funny because we use it to run our very own kind of funny.com slash store. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you will too. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash kfgames. Shout out to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode. Life insurance is the type of thing you never hope you need, but the reality is mortgage payments, childcare, and other expenses don't disappear when you're gone. And since life insurance typically gets more expensive as we age, now's the time to buy. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They're not incentivized to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees and your personal info is private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. It's time for the plot. Uh, you know, I think this movie is like a little too... I think it's too emotional and special to do that sort of plot song. And plus, this is all, this is all like breaking and stuff. All them, all my keyboard and stuff. It's just let's just get into it, Greg. Just go for it. Bust if you help me do the plot. <laughs> uh, so we start with a whisper from Sherry talking to Boss, right? Saying, "If you can help me save my brother, I'll you know basically believe in all the traditions kind of thing." And we <laughs> open Sherry off this way. Oh no, no, and it, but it's like I. It's interesting too because. Coming up to the theater, I never thought about how are they going to do this. I, I hadn't really yeah. gotten into what, how they, where we would start, and you'd seen the funeral stuff. But instead, we start in Shuri's lab, right? And all hell is breaking loose. They've got uh, the king's DNA pulled up. They're trying to fix it. They're trying to get stuff in there. They're trying to reproduce the heart-shaped herb synthetically because, of course, uh, the one, the only Michael B. Jordan burned it all down uh, in the, at the end of the last movie, and now uh, the king is dying. And uh, Shuri's what? AI now is in, interjecting all the time, giving updates. Yep. Which is something I didn't expect for them to really put into. Like, I thought that would just be something they'd ride around. 
Like, oh, well, we had some extra plants in the back. Like, I, I expected something mm, like that mm, to happen. Mm, mm, mm. I wasn't expecting for them to double down. Like, no, they burned it all. And this is like well, I guess a, they, plea, they this is a key plot point. Because in the first movie, like, they make it really clear that, like, it was gone, right? Yeah, like, but, that's, yeah but you know movies. You know, could easily yeah, be, yeah, but, oh, I missed this one patch over here. Yeah, you know, giving I mean, it no. the you know movies sort somebody, of like Somebody else pocketed it, yeah, too, on top of yeah. Nakia getting it done. But when before she he left, I, I took one, but, you know, whatever the Yeah, I expected that sort of thing. And for them to say, like, no, this is a, this is, kind of the main crux of the movie right here. So right, Sherry's running around. Cool. The thing's breaking loose. She's got her own AI now. Uh, you know, finally, she's just like, print what we got. And he's like, it's only got a 23% uh, percent success rating. Uh, run with it. It's got to work. Uh, they print it. She grabs it. She turns. And Angela Bassett comes in and tells her, and you know, to inform her that her brother has died. Uh, from there, we're to the funeral procession. Everybody's in white. Well, uh, but before that, no. like, I, I just want to say, like, I... I loved this. I love how they did it. I do wish they called out cancer. Like, I don't like that they didn't, like, like actually say it. They just kind of implied it. I just feel like they did the thing, and I just wish that they took it that one step further. Because I think that there's a power to the reality of it, and especially it being a superhero, specifically the Black Panther. Like, that this is a thing that we can't fix. And I like that even in this world, they can't fix it. I would have appreciated calling it out, because this way it just kind of felt like getting it without getting it. Um, but beyond that, the Marvel Studios intro. Oh my God. That was awesome. Like this opening scene, I got kind of like, you know, tearing up just a bit when the Marvel Studios thing hit and you just hear the air and you the see all the waterworks. That's what I'm like, okay, y'all fucking got me. Like yeah. it was so damn powerful leading into the beautiful, beautiful funeral scene. The thing about leaving it ambiguous, I think, for what got him, because we know it's something, right? We know it's a sickness. We know it's a disease. Eventually, Sherry will say that, you know, he told me too late to do anything about it. I think it's actually a smart move because I think it's empowering to the audience of what is your boogeyman? Right. Like, obviously, for me, it would be cancer. But for so many other people's, it would be Lou Gehrig's disease. It would be et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Any other uh, millions of genetic things that have taken people from your life or that you're struggling with. And so I think that's the power of it, of putting it there. And even if you had nobody, then you read into it, of course, then cancer for Chadwick Boseman. So I think that's why you leave it ambiguous. I get what you're yeah, saying. And I, I, get I totally it. get it. Yeah. 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 I, I appreciated I, it I, being I, ambiguous so you can you can imprint on the movie. This what you is want. a very, very, very complex, difficult subject in so many ways and how they can handle it. And I don't think that there's a right and wrong. You know, I've seen yeah. so many people upset about how they even handled this with how close it is to the realities. And it's like, well, see, that's what I, I was there's a beautiful say. story being told. So that's what I was going to say. Is I'm like, I'm sure they were trying to skate like, like find that fine line of like, you know, paying homage, but also not without you know, feeling like not, you're taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. Feeling like you're taking advantage of it. So I think they were like, Hey, we should, we should say that he passed. We should try to make it a little truer to life, but maybe like, let's same thing of not using, I would, yeah, you're watching this. I'm like, are they going to use old dialogue at some point? Oh. Like when he, when she goes in the ancestral plane, God, I, was I was thinking, like, are we going to get like a, don't do that. a clip of Shuri, him saying Shuri from another movie and that that's all we get or whatever. And I was like that, uh, the way they handled it, I thought was so good. Of like, he dies off screen. We understand what happened. Then yeah, then we get the Marvel intro. No, nothing to it. Just you know, as it, as it goes. Then the you know the picture of him on, or the painting of him during the funeral procession on the wall. And then way later, right, we get like a montage oh, of like you know yeah. little look backs from the movies or whatever. I Man, I'm glad they found a very organic way to get Michael B. Jordan back in. But there was a five percent of me that was like, please do not pull a Princess Leia. Please do not do a facial reconstruction of Chadwick Boseman on another I, I, actor and have them talk. And I would have been like, I don't just don't do that. I wasn't worried about any of that because they they had already mentioned we're not recasting him because of the respect we have for this. Yeah. So like the fact that they wouldn't even consider having somebody else as the Black Panther, I was like going towards a CG version. I think is like an extra step on the offensive side. <laughs> like of course, let's not agree. do that. You know. Uh, anyways, funeral possession, everybody's in white. It's a party. 
You know what I mean? But Andy, when I die, so this, you got to make this be the thing. You got to okay. make it be like I'm gonna this, I'm going to put right? you in a steel. I'll bring the keyboard. I'm going to put you in an all uh, uh, vibranium casket. Thank you. That looks exactly like you, but it's a little shorter. It's going to have like the glasses or whatever. Yeah. Like five foot eight. Why is it going to be low? <laughs> what are you going to do? Fold me up? Chop you up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, though, yeah, they go through there. They reveal the cool Black, cat, uh, Black Panther casket. Uh, everybody's super, uh, sure he's super sad. Everybody's, everybody's super sad. Uh, Okoye has got it crying while she walks with the casket and all this stuff's happening. Then the casket gets beamed up into a spaceship and flown away, right? Um, and then what it says one year later, and we jump one year later, and uh, uh, the Queen's at the UN. She's giving the speech, and she's like, "Yo, if Fran- Fran- uh, France and the United States are there, and they ain't having this business." The French lady I recognize, but I can't remember where from. And of course, uh, the United States guy, the one, the only uh, Toby from the West Wing. Now, more hey, recently, hey. Odin from God of War Ragnarok. So cool, pretty dope Richard to see him out there. Yeah, yeah, he's killing it, crushing, Crush. amazing out there. Uh, and they're basically like, "Yo." Uh, y'all got that vibranium, and it's gonna fall into people. Bad people. We can't. We can't put it on metal detectors. You're not cooperating with mm-hmm. us on getting in. You guys. You know. You said you were gonna open it up. You opened it up, and you closed it down. What the fuck's going on with that? And they finally stop running their stupid fucking mouths. And guess what? The queen's about to talk. She's got fucking guns. And she's, she's mad. like, you all done yet, dog? Yeah. <laughs> she's but, mad. Yeah. It's this is so interesting because when we left the last film, you were like, we're so hopeful, right? They're going to share all of this, like the wonderment that is Wakanda and all these resources with the rest of the world. And, but there was that that uh, uh, I forget the character's name, but Daniel. Um, the, the border Kaluuya. Cro- Kaluuya. Thank you. His his character ah, was like, yeah, yeah. hey. People are going to come for this shit, right? And they're like, ah, I don't worry about it. And now it's like, yeah, every nation, of course, is like, this is the most powerful thing on the planet. This is a very valuable resource. We're going to just start raiding Wakanda. Well, on top of that, half the universe also disappeared in the time since that happened. So it's like the, the I think the, like, we need, to, we need to protect ourselves. We need to, like, like you can't keep that to yourself. You need to right. share it. I think that there was, like, there's probably a lot more tension than there yeah. even would have been otherwise. Which is, yeah, it's interesting. And it's, re- it's real life. Super it's reality. Real. And so the queen's basically like, "Listen, shut the fuck up." You know, there. I know you. We. I hear you guys talking about it. I know you know you think there's no king, there's no Black Panther. You can do whatever. We'll defend ourselves. And then while this is happening, we're getting flashbacks to this uh, Wakandan embassy somewhere. I forget. We're not embassy, but like research facility. And like these troops are breaking in. They're all going, "Ale, ale!" Like, oh, they're t- they're speaking French. They're saying, "Go, go!" And they're saying other French stuff, but that's all I can translate. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? They're going like, when they get to the vault, and guess what? Dora Milaje is in there. So they just bad. beat the Dude. fucking shit out of these guys. First music cue of the movie that I lost my shit for like when when okoye comes out of the darkness <laughs> and you just hear that the, 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 i was like boom, 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 boom. fuck that's cool man yeah, yeah. cool cool ass scene so, love this love the introduction of some of the other like i don't think that the, the one character we saw in the first movie the one with the daggers that that uh, yeah, daggers. yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, she didn't yeah. look familiar to me. Anke, and uh a n e k a anika yeah yeah but great introduction to her yeah her and the hood Falcon a Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, cool. But again, like actually, I, I I knew I recognized her, but I didn't know her, right? Whereas I thought they did a great job this way and putting them in a relationship and all that stuff. I was like, that's dope. Like, and just shot really cool the fact that it was happening at the same time, and we don't necessarily know that as at first. As sure, it seems audience. like it's actually a raid yeah. after the fact, right? That what she was worrying about is coming true, but it's already happened. And they walk all the soldiers in. They're so like, cool. then and then yeah, fucking uh, uh, Okoye says something to French. Uh, you know, it was like fucking dope as shit because she says a French lady. Ah, we know you're French people. And they're like, yeah, fuck off. We're in power, and you're never gonna get the shit if we don't want you to get. It, so fuck off and they're like boom and like oh and but she's also like and also you know it's only available in wakanda so you can all you suck it and like oh man that sucks and then we go from there we're out in the, we're out to see everybody and guess what the helicopter lands and lake bell gets off everybody it's lake bell lake bell, lake awesome. bell. let's be in what if as what uh, if? black widow oh 
nice. And so she's Man, there. She's got some of the best line delivery on the planet. Killer. Just so good. I don't even know who she is. Really? I was like, every line she's saying is just like a bunch of fuck, stuff. Pitch perfect. Movies, yeah. So anyways, they've been scouring the, the waters and the worlds for the, the old the, the vibranium. And guess what? They found some here, they think. And so that's cool. And so they're there and they're like, all right, get into you two. Get into the fucking abyss pods and go on down there and find some What's vibranium up, or whatever. What's Nick about to Google? Nick's Googling Friday, something. ladies and gentlemen. But I got to get this joke out because it's going to piss Tim off and it's going to make me happy. Great. Uh, she was in the the Aston Kutcher, Natalie Portman oh. uh, rom-com, which was uh, Friends with Benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the not superior. To be confused. Not to be confused. No Strings Attached. Superior movie. And this was No Strings Attached, not, which was the superior movie to no, Friends with Benefits, oh, got which it. is the Justin Timberlake oh, Nick, you, abomination. You, you need to think about that joke a little bit further. <laughs> that is the joke. The old one we we never got it right. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah I, think you got it. Well. I think you got it. I think you got it. Anyways, <laughs> they go down there, and they, they're low. it's like the abyss, and they're watching the things, and they're down there, and they're getting closer to it, and then just, boom, like, people are gone. She's like, what happened there? Somebody's and gone and they turn around and the fucking thing's hanging there's no person there and they're like oh what's happening ah, and they're gone too and so then like Bell's like we're being we're under attack it's got to be the Wakandans and then outside there's people singing all of a sudden they, the heads pop fucking up they, look, they got the night amazing. vision like, we got a situation out here colonel and it's these heads in a triangle formation and then they all start singing, and everybody starts walking off the boat. Just walk them off, walk them off. You know what I mean? Like I used to play in Golden Axe. That's a reference what for an, one person who played Golden Axe with me. What an amazing way to just set tone here. Like this horrifying. Is, the entire thing's horrifying. This whole part is just so perfectly done. Like and and it's in that moment that I go, man, we're in for a fucking treat right here. Yeah. Like this movie is already great. We're right about to now. get a great motion yeah. picture. And so they all walk off, but they and catch the one guy well. before he and walks epic. off, and then more people are coming up. The blue people, and they're like, put on your pods. They got they got they got the <laughs> mind controls, and they're like, all right, cool. And so they do that, and then like Bell's running around. She's like, "I got a gun." She's just fucking putting him in people's chest. Like, da, 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 da. Minor criticism though of this scene, very much '80s style. Like this, this, this magazine and this gun is just nah, infinite. Have some fun. Have some fun. You never reload it. I have know it's fun. fine. I just got the perk. I just got the Call of Duty perk. I just got that perk. Yeah. I, I liked the horror vibes of this scene. I didn't like the action vibes of this scene. And I think it just goes down to the one-to-one comparison of the MCU already has one of the dopest. Boat action scenes of all time, Winter Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. And like the one to one, it kind of falls apart. Here. No but, George St. Pierre in this one. But I will say, when it's they get in the helicopter, you're feeling it. And you're he, like, get he away, straight get away, up, get, Mario but, 64 Bowser's it. Like, but you well, no, even moment. before then, where like they're jumping on and they <laughs> shake them off, and I was like, damn, they're gonna get away. I'm like, how are they gonna get away? They're not gonna get away. Well, I'm like, I'm like, Lake Bell's, Lake Bell's pretty not important, but she's recognizable. So she maybe yeah. she's meant to be around for a bit, and then then yeah, they get stopped and fucking yeah, Bowser to the ground and smashed up. And I was like, I don't even know enough about Namor. How's he in the air? <laughs> and like, oh, he got wings on his feet. That's weird. Feelings. That's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. All right, but he's Andy has oh, do you? feet. Do you think that little, the one little wing is gonna grow back? Oh, yeah, I, so. I wondered about that too. I, I think so. so. Otherwise, I think so, he's right? Flying in a circle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think. I think maybe he might be able to <laughs> overcome that. <laughs> Use his hand to make up for it. <laughs> so we go back to Shuri's lab. Shuri's working on a whole bunch of shit as always. You know, she's she's trying to do stuff, but she's not trying to do uh, uh, the herb. She's not trying to make Black Panthers. She's just doing her own stuff. She she's making tech, yeah, she's making tech right. stuff. We're not gonna we're, we're not gonna rely on the old ways because, of ways. course, I said I would I would rely on the old ways if Bast saved my. Uh, uh, brother, but she didn't. So guess what? Hey, I'm into the tech god now. I love Okoye just being so annoyed by all of it. Yeah, great little, great little back and forth and great relationship they have. Like oh, they do have a great relationship. Things are ugly. I don't want to wear that shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, mom comes in, the queen. She's like, yo, Sherry, come with me. We got some stuff right now, right now. All right, right now. And so they go off to uh, a quiet spot among the reeds along the river or whatever. And it's been one year to the day of the funeral. And so it's time to burn the funeral garments. And this is the final way to say goodbye. And then we can move on with our lives or whatever. Sherry says, I will not burn my funeral garments. I am not there yet. And I'm not going to do this. And this isn't fair. And yada, yada, yada. She has a great line to where She's like, if I'm going to burn anything, I'm going to burn the whole world or something Fuck like yeah. that. And you're like, damn. No, but there's nothing cool than when Namor says that to her. Like, yeah, let's yeah, burn right. it like, together. Like, together. <laughs> I was in the theater like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that happens. And then right, of course, is Angela Bassett's about to tell her something important about her brother. Uh, some, they're like, wait, something's going on. And what is it? It's Namor who comes up out of the water. He's like, bloop. And he just comes up. out, And they're like, I'll fucking kill you. I'm, I'm Wakandan. And he's like, it's cool. I'm Namor. And then he's like, I got little trunks. listen, I got little trunks on. And guess what? They're I have. Little. They're like high waisted. They're up to like his chest. <laughs> Those trunks ain't little. I got. Wakanda, I got. I got vibranium too. No, you don't. Mommy's covered in it. Ah, oh, fuck. All right, cool. So you do Pretty too. Fucking cool. And he's like, listen, it's all of our problems right now because these fucking Americans built a stupid goddamn thing that can find uh, find vibranium, and they're gonna find yours. They're gonna find more, and then it's gonna be a war. So here's the deal. You're gonna you're gonna go find the scientist who did this, and you're gonna bring her to me, or I'm gonna or I'm gonna, you're gonna kill her. I forget what I wanted you to do. But if you don't do this, then I'm gonna just come in here again and just destroy this place. Because what was he got a great line? Something about like. I got a, for every blade of grass, I've got a soldier or some yeah. shit like that. Oh, I've yeah. got a thousand soldiers. Yeah. Amazing. Some crazy yeah. Which yeah. is one of those things you're like. I have more soldiers than you have blades of grass, I think. This was another, this was one of the other small things I did not like about this movie. It's like, it's always, they're like, we're going to army to army, and it's only like 20 people versus 20 people yeah. every single time. And I'm like, I get it. They're on a boat, whatever. But like, if you tell me you've got a soldier for every blade of grass in Wakanda, I need to see a scene when this movie gets hits a climax where there is like ten thousand people. It's a battle, not the Wakanda. It's a battle, not the war. And I still think in that moment, he is still cautious of not wanting to out themselves. If suddenly there's two thousand people in the water fighting, I think that becomes a bigger deal as opposed to like. I mean, we're talking about battles and wars and all that stuff. Remember, the amount of troops he sends wins this. Like on the ship, but, what you're talking about? He's got them surrounded on the top of the the Snow Panther mongoose or whatever the fuck it is. Like it's <laughs> over. Like you know, what I mean? he's, they're gonna win. The, the also, ghost. But that wasn't that wasn't meant to be like a, a battle. Like he was sending that to like to stop the, the divers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just like an attack group, right? Right. But 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 when you when you want to pit two nations against each other, my brain goes, I need to see scale. I need to see scale in this. And we never really got a sense of scale. For either the Wakandan army or Namor's people. Like, we just didn't really get that. Even when we went down into the city, which he was like, I'm expecting there to be thousands and thousands of people. It actually felt fairly small. And granted, it's, you know, it's underwater, whatever. But I was expecting, like, I hate to say it, but when we get to Atlantis and Aquaman, you see, like, it's scale. You're like, holy crap, this is big, right? I was expecting to see something along the lines of, like, the Gungan um, people in uh, NASA's place, yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, my God, this is a really, really cool. This looks like a civilization mm-hmm. of people who have been living under the water. So that's just a minor thing where I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be, like, 20 on 20 again, which was it's not not as fun. But, I mean, everything can't be endgame, but what if it could? Yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to say one note quick. Sorry. Yeah. I loved when he came out of the water. He had a small thing that he did that really like humanized him. Put the water out. No, he went, he kind of did one of his these. hair back. Right. And like in other movies, they would have had him come out perfect. But in this one, he came out and he kind of like splashed, like took the water off his face and like did his hair again. And I'm like, Oh, 
was a really humanizing thing to have this character do. It made he it was more so real good. To me. I regret not watching it again with y'all last night. <laughs> I invited God, you, Andy. I know, man. <laughs> Fuck, he's so good. I didn't get the invite. <laughs> yeah, I thought I yeah, I saw it at like oh they're playing it at ten thirty at this theater up by me and I was like I don't know Tim am I gonna be done at one thirty in the morning? God, this is a he fucking uppercut your ass. And then reminded us again on Monday, but it, it's not the same. Day. It's not the same day. <laughs> How bad does he want it? How bad does he want you to be there? Kevin, put me in the car. Yeah, Kevin, can you hit the song? Whenever you get a chance. Were they born, born in labs? Now it's time to ring those abs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a podcast within a podcast. Rank those abs, starring me, Nick Scarpino, and my boy, Andy Cortez. Andy, for the first time in Rank Those Abs, I'm actually going to say we're not able to vote. Because Namor's swim trunks went all the way up to his eyes, <laughs> so I really couldn't see it. Unfortunately, the, the, there I, I will say the abs were pronounced under good lighting. I will say this: I love the choice to not make all of these indigenous Mexican tribes ripped. I love that these dudes and women were not incredibly muscular. I love that it just felt super normal that like yeah these are like very very powerful beings and they have they're stronger than normal humans but you know they're in tortillas and stuff (laughs) 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 and i love it i I really loved that because i think it would have been i i feel like it would have felt a little too hollywood and a little too kind of like movie-ish to have like all of these soldiers are like just super ripped i kind of appreciate that the main dude that uh, Okoye was fighting isn't this super ripped guy you know he's yeah. just like a dude that I mean I've seen before you don't know? get me wrong this guy is very, very oh fit. I mean yeah he's very very fit but I but I but he's not Chris right, Hemsworth like, like no he doesn't look like no nope. dehydrated himself yeah. for 14 days to get here he looks a very healthy very very fit human being don't get me wrong I would die to look like this. oh 100 percent <laughs> yeah yeah but I liked that because it because sometimes. It can be distracting from the acting. It can it can distract from the acting, and I think his acting was so good. Oh, that's the all time we have for <laughs> that All the time we have for Ringo's hat. Shit, fuck, we've been played off. You don't see that often with this segment, but there that. it was. There it was. It. Like, thank my parents. He's so hot. Mike Ellen Jets is goddamn. He's like, he's so he's a good looking fucker. A very good looking yeah. dude. Um, so yeah, that's the deal. And then it's like, cool. We got to go find the people and the Americans who did this, right? So we're gonna go to America and find it, and we'll send Okoye. And sure, he's like. Like, I'm gonna go too, mom. And she's like, You don't you shouldn't go. And she's like, No, I'm gonna go. And Akoya's like, I'll protect her. Don't worry, it's gonna be a fun little buddy cop mission. And she's like, All right, but if you don't, I'm gonna ruin your whole fucking life. And she's like, All right, and they walk out and they go. <laughs> and so they go to America and we meet up with Everett Ross, right? And he's he's running, he's like, having a good little run out there, and then guess what? A little mechanical bee comes, and then he then it, he wants to you want me to follow you, and they follow you, and then they meet up with uh, them, and he's like, Oh yeah, y'all fucking sunk a ship over there and killed a bunch of people for and like, Well, we didn't do that, we didn't do that, that wasn't us. Who was it? I can't tell you because I left this out. Namor said we couldn't tell anybody. So it's, you know, just <laughs> is another, the leader, there's another the thing. Of this crazy underwater tribe said, no, I, yeah, can't, uh, I can't do anything about it. Sorry. And so he, he's like, all right, fine. I, he gives up all the information about Riri or whatever. And so then they're like, cool. Now we're going to go to whatever it was. MIT was it MIT. I think it might've been MIT. They go to MIT. Of course, uh, Tony Stark's alma MIT. mater. And like okay. they, they get there and what do they find? They find Riri Williams and she's walking around. And she's, you know, shaking people down for money. Cause she did things and made robot arms. Give work and shit. Yeah, exactly. You how, know? How old is she supposed to be in this movie? 
She's in college. college. Yeah, so nineteen 29. probably. Was she not 30. like a high schooler in college because she's so smart? Maybe. Was it one of? Oof, she, the, she did not I, nail that. I thought she looked too it, old to be. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I think in nineteen. This, in the same way that we kind of look at Tom Holland, we're like, man, he's always going to look twenty years old, no yeah. matter like when he's thirty-five, he's still going to look like he's eighteen. Something about her, she just, she just looked like a much older woman. She, she looked, looked like twenties. Yeah. She she just looked like an established like kind of Lupita Nyong'o's age. Yeah. And I just didn't buy that she was the young upstart, the young sort of a prodigy. Like and a lot of that is like maybe I'm just used to the young prodigy having the baby face. There was something about it that like I didn't buy that she was this like young superstar. I didn't buy that she was a 16, 17 year old I agree. in college. I, I, I think I think part of it was that she came with a lot of confidence and they established her as being an incredibly like cunning and not cunning but like um very skilled and like like self-reliant person and so i think if you want to counteract that like aging the actor down maybe even 10 more years would have been would have been the play because she doesn't come off as vulnerable right she comes off as like i'm kind of owning my shit here and very capable and so when you when you put her in those kind of like situations where she was being attacked or whatever it doesn't hit as hard yeah letitia wright has like that 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 kind of very young but baby face. But they seem the same age, yeah, right? Yeah, which, yeah, was, yeah. which was weird because Shuri, you assume, has to be like late twenties, early thirties yeah. because she's been around for three, four movies now at this point, right? Uh, people in chat are saying that she was nineteen. Yeah, in the movie. I kept saying nineteen. I think it's because it was just in there that they did say in the movie. Uh, yeah, but but with Shuri though, like, I don't. She was snapped, right? So she'd probably be around nineteen. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe. That, that I buy that if they were around the same age. Continue. Oh, that was it. So there, they then confront her in her dorm room. Well, you know, Shuri does whatever, and they immediately recognizes her as uh, you know Prince uh, Shuri or Princess Shuri. Uh, and they have a whole conversation that you need to come back and what have you been working on? And I, it was a project. And wait, the government stole my project to find vibranium. What? And that's crazy. And then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go to the bathroom." And then she goes in the bathroom, but guess who's there? Akoya is there, and she's like, "Get the fuck out. We're going." And it, they're fucking looking awesome. There's another great. You want to talk about outfits? You know what I mean? Akoya killing it in this outfit. You know what I mean? Um, Wait, I've only seen it once, and it was five days ago. Did they ever establish that, like, killing Riri would kill this technology? Because you have to imagine that the United States government has the absolutely, designs yeah, for this. Absolutely absurd. So, yeah. why, what would be the version? There was the, some the throwaway comment, her? I think, that only well, she could make it. I'm, I'm with when, you. When they took it apart, they're like, whoa, all of these parts are like, they're scrap parts, the random stuff that's like hobbled together. So, maybe it's like one of those. Uh, but, like, like did she. And that's why all that felt very forced. To it me. was a little forced because yeah. you have to imagine that they were like, cool, thank you for these plans that we've cobbled. We're going to go build this on our own. I'm sure we can figure this out. Yeah, we're going to figure <laughs> it out. Right? You say that, but then, uh, like, the, what, the, the rocket that went to the moon. Like they they didn't have in nineteen sixty nine. Uh huh. They had to like they like on the fly were hey, fixing stuff. Real they quick, I'm so, sorry. Just uh-huh. to be clear, just so we're represent that allegedly went to the moon. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've been reading some real interesting stuff on Facebook. Kyrie Irving. There's Christ. crosshairs that are behind the face. Clearly Photoshop, right? So funny. Oh, man. Oh, Anyways, uh, there was an interesting comment here from Banderessen who said, we missed the scene where M'Baku eats a carrot. That was a great scene. He's just, lovely. Where he, he's he's just scene. fucking killing he's Remember, he's so a vegetarian. Lovely. Remember, that was mm-hmm. established in the original Black Man. He's lovely. Anyways, they're like, all right, cool. Take us to your lab. She's like, cool. I'll take you to my lab. Uh, they go to the lab. It's an old warehouse, right? And there's a bunch of shit there. And it's garbage. And you got all this stuff. I'm so in. Totally. It's like the, the going I love 
good kid really who's got their own little thing. Exactly. And- we get there, and, like, the way that we start looking at it, they, like, look up, and it's like, I know what they're doing. But I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing it. This is so cool. Love this scene. Love the buildup to the chase scene. I think the chase was just all right. I think that, like, once she's actually flying out there, it wasn't that exciting. Yeah, There's nah, some problems. Nah. But, like, the... The ratcheting it up and like the the cops coming like oh shit she has an Iron she Man got suit. Iron Man too all of that was awesome pitch perfect and then it just kind of got a little eh. but again I think my my brain goes I really want that origin movie I, I feel like it would be it's you're gonna like get a show what about a show if I give you a show fair but I I'm like this is such we'll a give cool you concept, concept, right we're what? getting this young college we're, student who's like figured out how to be Iron Man I think that's so cool but, and I just felt like that moment needed to be bigger what yeah. do you think that there's I don't think there's much more to the origin other than that she's like she's very smart. She's been inspired by Iron Man. Like I yeah. like that the show will probably take place after this, and it'll be like, hey, she's established. You know she is. We don't need to go down like deep dive. Like we'll get maybe more of her family background, which I think would be cool. But like I, I like where they put us. Nick, what if I told you here's ten episodes? You're gonna like three of them. Part of course. No, I mean, I think, Kevin, you're not wrong. But what? I, but I mean, I'm just a sucker for origin stories. I love them. They're the most fun to me. And and having all that crammed into like a five like five minutes of exposition, I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work for me. I I think that we need more because I feel like this is really just playing off. They got they know Tony Stark. It is what it is. She has an AI. It's just like Tony. They have a suit. It's just like Tony. And I'm like, eh, it feels a little cheap. Mm-hmm. To be fair. That kind of is the origin in the comics, too. It's not like it's the movie's fault, but okay. you could have made it better. Anyways, everything we just said happens. The happens. There's a chase. There's a thing. She's flying. I agree. In, in flight, I was like, man, I don't really, you know, whatever. And then all the chases. I also didn't like the bickering in, in the garage over, I'm going to take the bike. No, you're getting in the car. That's Doing the thing. Just, yeah, what, like, why, why are we wasting time with this? Mm. But they eventually get going. It's cool. They, she does the thing with the spear through the car. To do the, it's, it's awesome. It's a bunch of cool shit. Really cool. Uh, then, of course, there uh, the blue people show up, right? And that's when, uh, when you know, she gets smashed off the bike and she uses her last second shield to do the thing. And then she's knocked out for a bit. And the Koi gets up and I'm like don't kill Akoya I fucking love Akoya their mouthpieces Tim look like a a, like cell yeah Yeah. looks like what Dragon Ball Z cell okay she's killing these dudes and I mean it's awesome you know Akoya's doing her thing and then they all get up and this was one that didn't work for me later on in the movie because I'm like, oh, these guys can't be killed, but then they get killed later, and I'm like, I don't understand yeah. why they got killed there, but not Getting there. It's, it's the water, wounds. I'm guessing. It's the water. I don't know. Something that dehydrated them or something. I don't know. I, I wish that she'd have put a couple of them down and just gotten beaten, because I thought it kind of cheapened it for me, too, that they were like zombies. They got up. I'm like, I, don't I was know, like, wait, what happened there? Yeah, I don't also, know. Also, yeah. this fight scene was great. And, uh, this is the best fight of the movie. I, she gets I, knocked I back and into the asphalt. So yeah. bad. The choreography the of this awesome. was was fucking rad. This and is when she earned her spot on my Marvel Snap deck. All right, oh, oh, like, no, oh, you, yeah, get yeah, yeah. you get in there. I mean, yeah. No real talk. Like this is how you this is how you make a character go from like like good to like awesome. Is you have a moment like this because she loses the fight, but it's very memorable. Yep. And how she loses is like the guy's like shit. I gotta throw a grenade at you. I gotta throw a bomb at you to like get you. Off me. I did love the scale of it. Like, you talk about the scale of the battles and stuff. While we didn't get it with Scales, people. fish people. I, uh, I love that we did get it with those bombs. Like, they did a good job of so pacing cool. out, like, oh, man, one of those water bombs can cause this. Three can cause this. And by the end, if we see a hundred, we're like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, funny, though. I thought it was just one big water balloon. I thought it was like one big bomb. I was like, huh? Oh, that's, how long that's that weird. Take the <laughs> but I thought this fight was great because not only was it well choreographed and we know Okoye. And so, like, we understand her, her skill set and her weapon and all that stuff. But she was fighting to protect Shuri. Like, it was like there was a, was a, a purpose for how badass she was being. And I thought they did a really good job of, like, explaining the stakes to us there. 
through action. She gets knocked down and knocked out, right? And then, you know, it's like uh, Sherry's like, wait, and like, take me with you or something. I don't know, some conversation, but she's going to go down there. I forget why. She's like, you know, I want to parlay, like, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, like, deal. We'll take it to Namor. Namor says to bring me. I forget what the fuck I do. Wait, real quick, in the, the chat, Batterson says, uh, stab, stick of cards, plus two for a Koye. Yeah. One of my favorite moments is watching this movie. And when Namor was first introduced, when he first walks out of the water, G loses her mind, shakes me. She's like, oh my God, I know him from Snap. Like, plus five <laughs> if he's alone. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> um, and so they jump in the water and they go underwater, but Okoye wakes up and she's like, Sherry! And she tries to swim real fast. She's like, I can't swim that fast. And that sucks. And so they go down there, Riri and uh, uh, Sherry. And then I'm going to take you to Wakanda first. I probably isn't how it goes, probably, but I'm already saying it. So then, you know, at, back in Wakanda, the queen's like, yo. Fuck you. You are stripped of your your rank as the leader of the Dora Milaje. And it's just like, fucking go out there and, you know, kick bricks. We don't care. And then Akoya's uh, like, listen, whoa. I, she's crying, but she's like, my queen, please don't do this. She's speaking Amazing the native tongue. Yeah, exactly. Amazing scene oh, here. Oh, God, such a good scene. And that's when the queen's like, you've lost a lot. And she does the speech from the fucking trailer that's just dynamite, right? Of like, she's lost everything. And now Shuri's out there. And this and, fucking sucks. And uh, talking to Andy about this movie not going how I thought. Watching this speech, I would have never thought it was to Okoye. Oh no, 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 no! So no. Yeah, yeah. such a cool twist, and it's like, oh man, earned as hell. And, I, and also, also awesome here. Again, you, you already nailed it. And again, it's Wakanda forever, so it is the supporting cast and everybody else. But such a great real take on where the queen would be. Of like, you fucked up. You lost her. My son's dead. My husband's dead. All of you fuck faces backed Michael B. Jordan when he yeah. showed up here and didn't stop that. You know what I mean? When I had to go yeah. beg to M'Baku. Like, I was like, fuck, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great psychological look at where right. you would be. Of Like, yeah, I'm back on the throne. And, like, my, you know, T'Challa was back on the throne. But I'm still pissed. Like, I didn't fucking forget what happened in the events of the last movie where you all backed this guy. Because you could tell she'd been idea. harboring that for totally. a while. Yeah. And if it were me in that situation, I'd be like, two days without pay. <laughs> like just I'm just I just can't be that mean to people. Like, I still need over. you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna do Starbucks run? Put his file not to let him manage anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus you killed Christ. two employees. That's oh, a man. week with pay. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's what? No, no content. Uh, so then, yeah, we also get the the off screen mention of Daniel Kluge's character. I Oh, yeah, yeah, you can go see your lover, your love, whenever you, yeah. uh, he's not here anymore, he's exiled, or he's in jail or whatever, but you can see him, I'm sure, whenever you want to. He was supposed to be in the movie, but due to a bunch of production scheduling stuff. For he, Nope, he right, wasn't it? Nope, uh, it was, yeah, Nope, and then also just uh, because everything got shifted because of the pandemic, and then the death, and then the, the Shuri vaccine stuff, it's like a lot of issues led to this. Uh, so anyways, though, back down in the Namor kingdom, you know, Shuri wakes, or no, Riri wakes up and realizes she's in a cage, and Shuri's there, and there, she's like, don't, you know, chill, don't, it's gonna be okay. And then they come down, and they're they, not really in the Namor Kingdom, though, right? They're just kind of like in a they're in like a holding, holding cell, yeah, 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 kind yeah, of yeah. way above where they usually right, are, right, in right. And so uh, one of the Namor people come in, and he, she's got like a robe, and they can't understand, but she understands what she wants. And then Riri's like, "Don't do it." She's like, "Guys, oh, royalty shit, though. I got to do this kind of shit. I got to be royal." And so she does it, and then she goes and meet Namor, and Namor's like doing the painting and working on all his shit there. And she's and like, "Yo, what's up?" I, I think this is a part that kind of confuses me because I would have just expected a lot more hostility from. Uh, from Letitia, uh, I'm blinking. I'm sure. I I feel like she was just kind of really accepting of this position a little too easily. Sure. Yeah. Being like, kidnapped. 
That, I, I think just her being there, like, oh, let me put on this robe. and like I, I, I kind of like the, the wasn't fact. She kidnapped, right? She yeah, she went, right? And that yeah. was the thing. And so the, I, I felt the the royalty, like, you know, like kind of Game of Thrones of it, of just like, hey, I got to play the game for There's a second. There's rules to the to this engagement. I'm, I'm with you, but I do think that the royalty shit, it's like, we just don't understand that shit. Okay. You, know, you guys are surfs, all right? You don't know what yeah. it's like to be out there. <laughs> On the okay. throne, I guess. I lost my own analogy <laughs> on that one. Sorry. Uh, anyways, though, so she goes there and she talks to Namor and she's like, what's up with you? He's like, I'm a fucking mutant. I'm a fucking mutant. Yeah, I think didn't play the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But exactly. I love that they just dropped that. Here man. we go. Why not? And so we get the whole mutant. flashback, right, of guess what? He had a whole, he was from an Aztec tribe. And I, I, Kevin, you said 1,500 years ago. And no, then the no, chat yeah, was I, like, no, 500 years I, yeah, ago, yeah, 1,500. I, I misspoke. Got I, it. Just I, make sure I'm on the same page now. And then I said 500 years. And so, uh, you know, we go back to Aztec times, and uh, his people are there, and they all got smallpox, because guess what? People showed up and gave him smallpox, because everybody sucks. And so they were like, listen, last-ditch effort, we got this fucking rock over here. We turned it into a juice. You want to drink it? It's and people are like, juice. you know what? Everybody's like, I'll drink it, whatever. And then Namor's mom, who's pregnant with Namor, is like, you know what? I don't think I want to. And then they're like, really? She's like, you know what? I will drink it. <laughs> it's a little weird. Like, that was weird. A little too much exposition, where it's like, just drink the fucking no, thing. No, it was cool, though, because like, they were like, okay, hey, your, your kid will be born. And will be the king of uh, of these people. They didn't know that it would give him superpowers and make him. But they could have. She could have just drank it. They could have still just said that. Yeah, she was like, I don't know what's going to do to my kid. And they're like, oh, Listen, it's sure? smallpox like, or that. So you got you don't have any options here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So like she the, drinks the, it. The root came from the ocean, so it gave them the ocean powers. So that was cool. exactly. And so then they all start being like <laughs> flopping around like fish or whatever. Like, oh, fi- we're fish people now. And so they all like go in the water and they're like, cool. We're in the fish. We're the fish people now. We, we can carp. breathe underwater. This is dope as shit. No more smallpox for us. And they go under there and they're having a great time. And then you know Namor's mom's like, oh, I'm giving birth to Namor and. She pops out Namor, and he's got little uh, fish feet, but with wings, because it's a bird feet too. And everybody's like, "That's weird." He's like, and then we cut to Namor. He goes, "I'm a mutant." You're like, "I guess he's a mutant." And so they live. Correct from having... the chat, they are Mayans. Mayans. My apologies, Sorry, everybody. My apologies. Mayan. Uh, you yes. put that in my head. My you put bad. that in my head. That yeah. is my bad. Uh, so they're down there now, just swimming around, being great. You know, the what bird I mean? scene was cool, Big. or at least like even whatever as much as we saw of it. I, I loved this again. The visuals of the underwater stuff and the use of the lighting, I thought, was excellent. And so they're down there and they're having a great time. They're living underwater. It's it's dope under as shit. The sea. They can talk under the sea. They got a fork. Uh, and so they're like, "This is great." Not and then Namor's the mom, Namor's like five feet off the shore. Yeah. Namor's mom's like, "Yo, this is pretty dope, but I miss being a land person. I was a land person. I'm gonna die now. Bury me on the land." And he he's like, "What, mom?" And she goes, eh, and just dies and floats away. Right. Belly up into the water. You've all had a dead goldfish. Yeah. And Namor, at like five years old, does the only thing right, where he grabs his mom. And he's like, all right, let's go bury her back where she came from on the land. And he's like, let's just go through that line of trees. And you go through the line of the trees. And guess what? It's fucking goddamn horrible over here. Right. Slavery, plantations and shit. Yeah, Kev, what do you got? Uh, real quick. Do you think that uh, that he mentally progressed slowly as well? Because when she died, she was clearly an old woman, right? Yeah. But he was like a five-year-old child. I think he was no. I think he had a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Okay. So he's just stuck in this child's body for like fifty. Just like this is how. Well, this is he's growing. Interview with a vampire. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just growing slowly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, you it's don't like think it's horrifying. It's, it's probably a hundred years in that until he's ten, right? Uh, who's uh? But Grogu, you figure like for a hundred years like, for him is not that much for us. Like yeah, you know, Grogu's what I mean? like fifty years old. Kev, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fifty years um, of knowledge. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that 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 comes with time. Like like. You know, immortal beings don't. For the first fifty years, they're like, well, "Life's pretty cool." Yesterday, Kev, uh, Cool Greg, and I were just walking to get lunch, uh-huh. and there was a dude. Again, this is uh, November eleventh, uh, middle of the day. This dude just walking towards us alone, just fully dressed as Grogu. Love it, <laughs> love it. <laughs> and it was, wild. it was pretty interesting. Uh, you talked to him? No. No. 
That's the kind of guy to bring on the show. You know what I mean? Walk him right in. Yeah. And it's not that hard. It was a onesie. It wasn't as cool as it sounded. Oh, damn. Oh, that's lame. I okay. thought he had like ILM yeah, makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, and so anyways, they go up there and he finds all the slavers and shit. And he's like, yo, this shit's over. And so all the blue people and him, they just fuck. Well, just the blue people. They just fuck it up and they just they kill everybody. when they come out. Water, right, right, correct. Yeah, yeah. underwater, they're really cool. They're there. They're oxygenated. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, when, yeah, you, when you get yeah. they call me the child without love. El, el sin niño amor. sin amor. Sin amor. That's right. Oh, so cool. Like that, that's such a uh, that's such a shoehorned in thing. Totally could have worked. But it's it's dope as hell. Like, it's I cool. As hell. I walked out because I don't know shit about Namor, and I was like, Tim, that's so cool. We I need realized to... that was what they call that. That's how where the name came from. And Tim was like, it's not. Yeah, no. that's not where it was. Well, there's a better way to put it than that. No, Th- that's why we were always calling it Namor, and then Barrett oh. called him Namor, and we were like, what? Like yeah. I've never heard it called Namor. And then they said on interviews and press briefings, like they called him Namor. Or, but they kind of go Namor. between it. Like it feels they, like the Wakandans call him. The Wakandans call him Namor, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but the re- but, and then as soon as that press briefing came out, I was like, well, it's because he's Mexican. They're not going to call him yeah. Namor. It's, Nam- it's, it's me, Namor. Namor. Namor, you know? Namor. Like, I, the, the Barrett's wrong. I just want to call the Barrett's wrong. Yeah, right? Barrett's definitely Barrett's, wrong. Yeah, that, that's wrong. retroactive shit. Real quick, uh, we are going to need more information from Bander SN at a future time. He does put in the chat, girl at my college, every day she dressed as Luigi, every day. I'm going to need more information about like that. I'm going to need, if you could, yeah, if you could tweet me some kind of article that you guys wrote about her, that'd be great. Uh, I was going to say, is it a little odd that he comes into land, to the land and there's clearly like a slave situation going on and he's like, fuck everybody. Like, he wasn't like, hey, let's just free the, the slaves, although they do. Right? Yeah, they like, do. He's mm-hmm. just like, fuck, like, everyone on land is bad. I mean, you have to assume that throughout the years, especially during that time period, he saw mass colonizations happening with, like, horrible Also, all the pollution. Came, you think they came up a whole bunch? Well, they're I mean, watching. That's, that's one of the main themes of the movie. Is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing they came up for air. I imagine. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what resources they would need on land, considering if they come up, they die, but I don't know. Anyways, cool. though, Henderson says, "Look, we respected her space, but every day head to toe overalls at the hat." <laughs> so that's, that's a band. Kid. She had a Luigi hat thing. All right, and bib yeah. jeans. Got it. That's a band kid, <laughs> for sure. Just sure. wanting attention. You know? I've, have you ever met a band kid or like a marching band kid? They're what the worst. You, you know tongue. what I mean? They're the fucking. <laughs> have you seen worst. Halloween Ends? I have <laughs> seen <laughs> Halloween Ends. We're the bullies now, my friend. I've seen both in review <laughs> and the uh, actual episode. God, the Felt like it was a pretty big stretch because the way you guys described it in review was it like they pulled up and they were in all marching band outfits, like the hat, and it's like one guy in like a Letterman jacket no, or whatever. Mentioned to the marching band, no lie, like three or four times. Because like, go, we got practice tomorrow. We got a game tonight. I'm like, fuck yeah, marching band. <laughs> you don't know how fucking dangerous we were. So he lays all this out. He lays all this out. And like he's like, listen, you gotta, you get this woman for me and kill her. I, I don't want to kill her. Then you're, I'm gonna kill you. And this is there's gonna be a bunch of killing and all this stuff. And then Shuri goes back to the holding cell and she's just like, gee whiz, this is bad. And so then uh, while all this had happened, I'm sure we were back on, uh, we're up there on the the soil, the U.S. soil, right? Yeah, in Boston. Uh, and guess what? You know, people come to investigate, and it's Everett Ross is over there, and so is Julie Louise Dreyfus, right? And it was a oh shit moment. Like, yeah, purple didn't hair. expect her. I, I should have kind of expected. Her, but I just didn't actually expect yeah, her to didn't. be in the movie, so it was like kind of it was a fun Marvel cameo, you know, the surprise course. thing. And so they're looking around, walking through, trying to figure out what's going on. Everett sees the I always say it wrong, not kimono, right? Uh, 
Kamoyo, I think. Kamoyo beads. Kamoyo. They, they pronounce it a couple different ways. He pockets those, you know, and then uh, at the end of that scene, uh, Julia's like, hey, I'll catch a ride with you. I actually have a few things I want to apologize for from our marriage. <laughs> I thought that was dope. I hated it. But I loved like, it. it. As a joke, whatever, just like, oh, my Lord, this is the most like, well, we just, we got to explain this relationship. It's like, we get it. <laughs> but okay. I liked it. Uh, so they get in the car and they drive. And then when he drops her off, the kimono beat, ka- ka- what is it? I'm gonna say kimoyo. Kimoy, koi moyo. I know kimono is not right, so no. No. the koi moyo beads go off, and so uh, he holds it <laughs> so up and fakes it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what it is. I'm trying my off. best, guys. Yeah, I have no the idea. beads. We're now yeah, the, just the, the fucking Wakandan beads. Everybody go off, and he holds them up and fakes it. But then it's a message from the queen, who's just like, "Why do you have Shuri's beads?" And he's like, "Listen, I found them over here. There's a situation. Can you tell me any more?" No, I can't tell you anymore. Exactly. Still, God bless Martin Freeman. Still cannot deal with the accent that he's putting on in this because it's a dorky you're like well i want to tell you i have the beads i'm like ah I hate it. see <laughs> blessing was complaining about his accent as well i just have n- i've never heard this man speak before so yeah. you've I never seen he's so british he I was the know. hobbit in the hobbit yeah okay he was also, in love actually yeah. he's one of he, he was, was one of the people who's sta- yeah he stood well, a stand-in mm. anyways hey they're the, they're the unsung heroes <laughs> <laughs> okay you gotta get the lighting right on these scenes they fall in love love actually what a movie some people Great, say problematic, no. and I just don't want to think about it. I just enjoy Love Actually. <laughs> it's a nice, horrible Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly just the Andrew Lincoln moment. Oh, what? When? Uh, which part? He's just creeping. Oh, right. When he shows up with the things. That, yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's horrible. Like, I've loved you forever. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Very yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Never once. Uh, I've never actually uh, seen Love Actually. Uh, so that happened, and then the queen goes, she goes to Haiti, and she finds Nakia, and this is when I'm just like, eyes glued to the screen. I'm like, this woman is just stealing the movie. The goddess. The performance, the visuals, everything she's doing, I love her here. I used to be a spy for us. I've been gone for five years, five years plus. I've been gone. I know, but we still love you. You're still Wakandan. They've taken Shuri. She's like, fuck it. You got me. I'm in. I'll go do this or whatever. And so she she goes and looks looks <laughs> she's looking into what's going on right and this is all happened a while ago and then she finds and they get the thing and they, your hunch was right and they go to the beach and the beach is there and then she sends in this weird little diving thing and then she swims in down cool and she gets it and she swims us. down and she like infiltrates and but then like, Shuri's been dropped back off by Namor and she's talking to Riri and she's like listen we just got to be chill because you know they could they'll fucking they'll go to war with us they'll do this whole thing if we don't do this and like well we got to get out of here too and she's like I don't know if that's the right thing and then guess what bah, there she is Nakia comes in she's fucking fights the one girl and then bah, knocks her down but kill, gives her a killing blow or whatever I like that they hit up Crush from Finding Nemo to like make the little hyperdrive in the water to get them where they need to go Yeah, yeah. very, very dude. cool. Alex3GB yeah. says excellent Spanish dude uh, Lupita Nyong'o's Spanish I was phenomenal Spanish. Like that's what it's one of those. She has to. She like has to, it right? sounded so fucking good. Because there's, because there's. I mean, I. She grew up in Mexico. I'm very, so sensitive, I'm very sensitive to accents and wigs. Okay, and that with this one, Martin Freeman's accent, sore thumb. D minus. D minus. Her Spanish, yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> so oh, yeah, she kind of skipped over okay. the whole thing where yeah, sure, you went down to the water people. We already saw this, and they were all like at the farmers market, like oh, boo, 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 boo. she's like oh man, look at that. And there was a fun yeah, thing where Namor was like. You'll be crushed. You'll be crushed, and your bones will be turned to dust by the water. Or we got a suit. Come on. 
That was, good. <laughs> that was fun. And so she goes on there and she sees it. She good. sees the sun and everything's great. And then, yeah, like I said, all this other shit happens. And uh, Nakia gets her out. And then they go back to Wakanda. And then she's back in the lab. And it's like, all's well that ends well until it isn't, ladies and gentlemen. Because no, guess well. what? Uh, Umbaku's down there and he's just hanging with his boys, being like, oh, this is all fucking weird. He said he makes some joke about something. I forget what. And then guess what? The sewer starts backing up. And like, uh oh, trouble. Uh-oh. Water explodes out the fucking side and things are going wrong. There's water coming up and there's everything going on. People okay. panicking. And you see them coming under the wall. They're coming under. They're like, ah, oh, they're coming under the wall. Water, they're coming from the People are panicking. Walls are exploding. The water levels are rising. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh fuck! And this the is, water. <laughs> and <laughs> the water. They will recede, but they have not receded yet, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, right? Yeah. And so Wakanda's getting fucked up. And it was like, damn, they are fucking up Wakanda. I did not see this coming. I like what I'm seeing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love the moment with Bob. Where he's like the fish man. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. Just gets fucking. Yeah. Pulled. Yeah. Gets punched right in the thing. Yeah. Thrown back through the bar. Just, shit. Have, get, just collapses in. And this is kind of where we start to see. The fighting of of Namor on display, where he just he's floating up or whatever, and you're like, oh, how are they gonna do this? How are they gonna make it look good? And then he gets shot at, and he's just fucking dude. It is the coolest shit. Dope. I want to see this so much more in the future movies. And it's another dumb technical thing that I'm technical. Do they not make their ships out of vibranium? Are these ships? How are these ships so easily destroyed? Like it's Namor really just good cuts call. through them, and I'm but like, is he, oh, he's, he's using vibranium. So but when you go vibe to vibe, oh yeah. <laughs> Don't it was ever all say worth that. it, everybody. Don't it ever was say all that. worth it. 100%, though. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah, they don't vibranium. Make that makes sense. Out of vibranium, though, right? That's the why they're so much. No, like, they make everything out of vibranium. You make the black box out of yeah, vibranium. Yeah, they yeah, make exactly. their. Yeah, that's cool. They're wearing vibranium. Well, they, they did, they did make like, a note. Their toilets are like, vibranium. His spear is pure vibranium. They said that at some point. But can it melt the steel beams? Yeah. Everything's vibranium in this place. I don't think so. I think the food they eat, vibranium. The cups, vibranium. Carrots? Carrots. Uh, eventually, you know, the fight's escalating this thing, and then uh, uh, the queen's protecting uh, Riri. I forget what Shuri's doing. She's trying to get up there, but whatever. She's doing something. May she find the she's ship? She's in the ship. All right, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okoye, she's gotten involved, too. She's fighting some shit. Uh, and then, yeah, so, and then... Uh, Seeing Okoye it, not in red, really weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, though, yeah, you know, Namor gets up there, and he's like, you know, hand over the girl. I'm not going to hand over the girl. You're going to hand over the girl. And then he, like, punches the glass, and, like, it cracks, but it doesn't break. And then he puts water through the hole or some shit. I forget. But he rises the water up there, and they all kind of drown in there. And then, you know, she swims down. Uh, 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 queen swims down and gets uh, Riri and swims back up. But then we don't know what happens. And then Shuri runs in, and guess what? They're both down there. And they, they flip them over, and they're giving CPR and shit. And Namor's like, listen, you, to bury your fucking dead. I'm going to be back. In what, You're a the week? Queen now. what he says, yeah, some shit like that. I'll fucking be, awesome. I'll be back in a week, God and you better damn. fucking have what I want. And I'm just coming to take this girl, or I'll God kill more people, or whatever. Damn, dude, he's and I'll so bring my whole good. army, or whatever. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, and he flies off, and they're holding Sherry back, and they're trying to use the beads, the Wakandan beads, to bring uh, uh, the queen back. They can't do it though. You know what I mean? There's only so much these beads that can do. Everything can do. It's such a fucked up thing to be like, hey, all right, time to fucking mourn everybody who's dead. All right, you're you're the queen. Get fucking ready. Yeah, we're coming yep, yep, back yep. here. Oh man, it's so, so good, awesome. so good. Uh, then we jump back to America, right, where uh, Martin Freeman wakes up and he comes into his kitchen and Julia is there and she's like, "Do you see the TV?" And they look at the TV and then it's, "Oh, the Queen's dead." You know what I mean? This is bad. You're like, oh, your your things are falling apart. And I, does she reveal here that she was? This is where we we revealed we bugged him. 
we bugged the that, bees. That we knew you had right. the bees. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're not even giving away trade so secrets. She, so she out of yeah, the cupboard. She, she gets the, the handcuffs. handcuffs out of the cupboard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nice, very cool. Uh, we get another little funeral scene here. Shuri getting rid, you know, getting rid of mom, putting mom into the casket, casket flying off. She sits there. Umbaku comes over. He says something, trying to be helpful, and she's like, "Listen, everybody who truly just know that she was the last person who truly know knew me. I'm fucking, you know, just adrift or whatever kind of did shit." We already right? go to MIT. We did right. We did that, yeah, wow. we did that a long okay. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, now Namor's getting ready to do his thing. They're all debating what to do. He, he's underwater, and, and I, I think he has a moment with his crew where he's like, I trusted them. They fucked me over, so now it's like time to go. Yeah, yeah round troops or whatever. No, you're right. He's speech. This is where we are then. I, I, forget, I lose. I'm losing oh, it to him, man, who's seen it twice from where we go right now. We're sure he's like, I buried my mom, and now I'm going to go become Black Panther. That's pretty Is that pretty much, much what happened? They go, we go back to the lab fast. then. She yeah. starts, oh, she. we go back to the lab. She's working on the thing. She finally hacks, or, well, using the bracelet that was his mom's. Yeah. Right. She uses that to, like, oh, well, this is more pure like the other thing was, so I can maybe get the herb from this. They do a million different simulations. Sure, shit. This is a 98% match or whatever we're going to do. That was a little weird that he gave her the bracelet. I Again, a, another... It just felt like it all fast-forwarded so quickly. In that moment, to be like, hey, this thing that's meant so much to me for thousands of years, you're the first land person to be down here, have this. Why? That doesn't make any sense. My, my- Give a little... The- on t-shirts. My argument <laughs> here, my argument here again is that I, I think he's using it as a ploy to get her on his side and for get sure. her to do what he wants. And so I think it's a gamble on his per- part for sure. But yeah. I think it, it's give back to co- give her a koozie. It's back <laughs> to the Game of Thrones like royalty shit, where yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. just a play he makes or whatever. I where, just think like given his mom's thing, yeah. it's like it, it's like it's I, way too. Close. It's a little too too much. Yeah. But he knows how much family means to her. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, have this whole mask where you can breathe in the water. Take that shit. It's sweet. really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, then it's a match. All right, cool. Let's do the herb. She does the herb. Uh, Nakia helps her. They put her on the table. They're trying to do the little thing. She goes under. She shows up in the spirit realm. Ancestor plane. I love this thing because it's like we're all on the edge of our seat of what's going to happen here. You yeah. know, from in multiple ways of like how is she going to become the panther? Like what's that going to be? Who's she going to see? I how are they going to do it? going to be your mom. Like you know? so much shit. Oh, it was just very well done in terms of pacing and tension. And, and that's the thing I also just want to shout out. I think the whole movie was paced immaculately. Like, it's long as hell, but I never really felt that because I still feel like even in sequences I didn't love, I was still interesting on what was happening on screen. I think that all the dialogue was so just captivating that I was in it all the way. So I just feel like I really enjoyed the pacing of this movie. I never, ever kind of felt like, God, we're still in this sequence? Jesus Christ. I never really felt that the whole time. Sure. Again, I think it's long, but I don't know what I would have dropped because uh, I liked it. But she goes in there. Guess what? It's Killmonger. Killmonger, of course. Oh, you just want to see somebody else because. But even then, the, the Killmonger, incredible reveal. But I just love that uh, this playing with our expectations, uh, we expect the ancestral plane to be the ancestral plane. Yeah, right? me this too. The field, the purple, the tree, and all that. the panthers in the tree. To see her kind of start in the water, even like getting out in the throne room, it, there's just like such a darkness to it all already. And you see out the window, like all oh, the purple and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. Like we are there, but it, it's kind of like the not there that we expect. And I think that that's so cool playing with the idea of this isn't an organic herb, right? Like, they're like, they're, there's probably it's, it's it derivative from the water, from the water. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm sure. He's like, uh, synthetically made it. Like, I just love that. It's kind of like a different version and it's a little more fucked up. Put some it, pickle twang in like, there too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But she started, correct me if I'm wrong, or send me if you went over this or not, but she started where her mother died. 
where the same spot where her mom drowned. The, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. dark. That's, it's so dark. That's it's dark. Like, it, it was like such a great use of that, the throne room and the set piece there. Uh, and so, yeah, the whole thing, vengeance is what you're after. That's why you got me. She snaps out of it. She's upset she didn't see her family. She punches the suit or the mannequin and flies it across the way. And, like, it did work because there's this moment where it seemed like it didn't work. But then it did work. And this is where I was like, Meh. not thrilled. I wish it would have not worked or we would have, you know what I mean? Like, or you would have had the realization, like Nick, Nick's always talking about, of just being a little bit smarter in terms of what it is. But I've heard you. Yeah. And I'm not, we've already talked about it. I don't need to beat a dead horse on it. You're going to need a suit. I didn't like this for a different bah, bah, bah. reason. I didn't okay. like it just for the, uh, of how, like how angry she was. And especially what I just said about the plane with their expectations. I love that. She comes out. She's like, I shouldn't even say who she saw. Like loved all of that. Wouldn't say it. Yeah. And then for her to then realize she's black Panther. Cause she punches the suit. It just kind of felt a little bit like, oh, okay, we need to just get her in the suit. Now. I feel like they, they missed out on some character moments there that would have made it a, a little more like, I don't even know what the word is. It's not believable. It's not hype, but like it's a little uh, bit more better filling. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it because I was like, I had that one moment where I was like, oh, she's got great power now. She's got the suit. She has the power, but she also does not have, doesn't have the right mindset to be Black Panther, to lead with it and to like do what's right. What is she going to do? But I wish they had a little bit more time to set that up. Because I didn't quite feel it. But she does end up having the, I mean, I don't know. We'll get it. Alex G says it's weird her thinking it didn't work because clearly she went to the ancestral plane. I like my takeaway was that she went. I like the idea that you can go to the ancestral planet and you can be rejected. They're like, sure, you came through, but guess what? You got me and you want vengeance and I'm bad and you're bad and we, like, you don't get it. That's not yeah. what it is. And that's why, again, I think it would have been cool to pop out of that and either have her go, shit, it wasn't for me. And then Nakia gets it. We put a Koye in it. We do something else. I also thought it would have been cool to have multiple Black Panthers since it's synthetic and have a whole bunch of things drop in, but I digress. Instead, Still she could. gets the power. She gets a suit. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, Mbaku is running the whole thing. The, the the tribe leaders are all like, they don't know what to fucking do. They've all evacuated Wakanda, by the way. They're over at Mbaku's thing, but and they're all being jerks about it. But... They're debating what to do. How are they going to do this? He's just, they're just going to come kill us. Boom, sure, he comes in, lands. She's Black Panther. I'm here. Don't worry. Here's the plan. We're going to uh, go and set off one of Riri's machines out in the ocean. When they come, we'll fight them. What do you got to uh, Just real quick, uh, the score. Like, I want to bring it up anytime. Like, it fucking kicked ass. And God, it kicked ass when Shuri, after the punch, and it's like, okay, she is the Black Panther. It's subtle. I mean, it's, it's very, it's obvious that it's the Black Panther theme. But it's a more subtle, just kind of drawn out, playing the note progression of the, the actual Black Panther Wakanda theme theme playing in the back and that's the moment like oh oh let's fucking go and then we get the introduction of her dropping in and it's yeah, like i love that part here's the black fucking panther yep and so okay cool that's what we're gonna do so we take the spruce goose out into the ocean or whatever and we fucking set off the thing and namor's people are like yo they're just setting off the thing and he's like let's go let's fucking go so they go over there and they find riri's machine and they well, it's a trap and they set off a thing down there it's like, ah the spruce goose is up there oh no so they swim up there and they start fighting this is where the fight scenes are happening and everybody's fucking fighting and riri's flying around in a very ugly suit very dumb suit Riri suit and the dora milaje the are in their Angels. suits they're fucking ugly as hell which too. like all the, the this suits. is not officially confirmed but like all signs are pointing Armor to Wars? uh no, no no to a midnight angel show Oh, from okay. Ryan Coogler. Okay. Um, and, and it's this. What sucks about it is I like the characters. I just don't like the suits, which is the easiest up. thing to fix. Exactly. I, so I, it's I like, think, but it is the easiest thing to fix. But my biggest worry, well, when they're like, oh yeah, like Midnight Angel is what I call it, and then they like pluralized it or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's cool because like I know that that shit's coming. But then I was watching this like, oh, I do not like how these look, and then I thought. Oh, they're gonna do it on a TV show budget. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh oh. I, my my thing with it was I looks aside. I was like, all right, well, we already have one Iron Man suit. Yep. Now we're putting two more Iron Man suits in it. It cheapens. We everything. just didn't need it. That. It cheapened all of uh, uh, Ironheart's storyline. It really just really did. It was an unnecessary one. One too many ingredients in the soup. 
Mm-hmm. Alex in the Patreon chat says, I liked the Midnight Angel suits. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in that chat. Point I would some dumb <laughs> shit in that chat, too. You're so right. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. I love you, Alex. So, yeah, they all fight, and it's all popping off. And like you said, you get some cool Spider-Man stuff out of her on the side. This happened. The briefest moment of coolness. Otherwise, yeah. this whole thing is... Totally is, forgettable. It's, just fighting. It's worse than forgettable, though. It's a waste of the, the movie. I, I'm yeah. very let down by this. Sure. Uh, and the, but eventually, though, you know, Shuri and Namor go off to fight in the desert because she's figured out, of course, that she can suck the water out of him, and then he'll be vulnerable, right? And so that's what she does. She sets off the that thing. with the, she, They evaporate a bunch of stuff. Fun of course, divide. they're using the fucking thing from uh batman begins remember you know mm-hmm. the word on the street is panic or fear i forget what he says it's been a long time and so anyways they they're fighting over there and that was a really bad Liam Neeson too if you didn't know uh i think it's panic right and so they're fighting and they're having a good time and she chops off his little wing and she scratches him in the back and like brutal setting the off the thing. Oh. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Didn't see that coming. And, and he's just like, I'm like, thirsty. He's kind of like Penguin at the end of Batman Returns, right? Yeah. You know, just need a cool drink of ice water. <laughs> uh, but he can't get over there. And they're fighting. And they're blowing stuff up. And they're doing kick flips and shit. I don't know. And eventually, yeah, you know, uh, she jumps over there and <laughs> does the, the Wakanda five. Forever. And, like, does that. And it sets off a jet and burns his back really gross, right? And so he rolls over. And then she gets on top of him. And she's got the killing blow lined up. And she's, like, you know, yield. Or she doesn't say that first. Then Angela Bassett pops up and, uh, from this ancestral plane. Show him who you are. It's the same thing she yelled at uh, T'Challa on his uh, coronation. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking dope. Uh, and so she's, you know, hey, yield. We don't have to do this. You don't have to die. This doesn't have to be this way. He thinks about it for a second. He yields. That's the end. They go on back. Uh, they stop everybody from fighting. It's a truce. Uh, you know, Atlanteans, uh, let's retreat. And they're all like, all right, cool, Aquaman. And they jump in the water. And what kind of people celebrate? And everything's great. They all do the clamshell deal. And so it's like, yeah, that's great. And so then. That's what it is. I, I assume. It's a shark. I, well, it's the That's shark because he sits. He sits in the, uh, yeah, the throne. Shark, the shark. I missed that yeah. until you guys said that. I thought the it was shark. a clamshell. Sorry, and I was like, these people love clams. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't really? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? People love clams. And, I like and, and I was clam saying, it's the megalodon. Like that makes oh sense. Oh my god, it's a megalodon. There it is. Uh, so then, you know, we'll just, let's just wrap up Namor. Namor is down there and he, he's painting on the wall. Everything's happened. And they sh- the one girl shows up. She's like, what the fuck, man? Like, why would you do it this way? And he's like, listen, this is great. All right. They think we're allies now, and so when all the other world comes for, to them and wants to uh, be their enemy, we'll be their allies, and that's when we can really fuck up the surface world. It'll be fucking dynamite. And they're like, that's awesome. Good plan, Dad. And he's like, I'm not really your dad. But then we cut away. And so now we cut away, and then, yeah, it's Wakanda forever, man, and people Wait, are having a great really time. Say the dad thing no, or? she didn't. No, this is Greg's interpretation. <laughs> you know her of name, though, right? Namora, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very. I Namora need to know more. <laughs> I need to know There's Namora. Something there. There's something there. There's something there, but it's been a long week. And so, yeah, now we're back in Wakanda and everybody's happy and it's great and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we go to Haiti because that's where we're going. That's where uh, uh, Shuri is there now. She took a bus, could have taken anything else, but it's like part of her journey, I guess. Takes, it takes a bus. Uh, to find, uh, to run into uh, the woman who I like a lot, whose name is escaping me. Nakia. Nakia. Nakia, thank you very much. Nakia. And she's there, and she's like, guess what? We're going to do this. We're going to, she's like, I'm ready to do it. I want to do it alone. Okay. And so there's a little fire, and she puts the funeral garments in there from uh, uh, Black Panther's thing, and they burn them, and then she cries, and then we cut to the credits. Now, I left out the part where uh, uh, the Midnight Angels go and rescue Everett Ross from custody. Uh, putting him as a man on the lamb for the rest of his life, but probably better than being locked up for helping Wakandans. You know what I mean? And she got the, oh, a colonizer and change. No, I've seen everything. <laughs> uh, and anyways, that had happened. 
And so then it's like we she get some credits for a while, and we're all like, <laughs> credits are cool. And then we come back, and it's Shuri's still at the, the ocean there with the thing burning, crying or whatever. But uh, the woman comes back whose name is escaping me again. It's Nyong'o. Nakia. Not t- Nakia. We don't need a real name. We need a character name. But Nakia. <laughs> I, you can stand the woman. Sorry. Not the Nakia. I, you know what? Fair play. Fair play on that. My apologies. My Audio listeners, they just <laughs> cheers their mic. Vibe to vibe, if I ever saw it. Vibe to vibe. And then she walks over with a little boy, and we're all like, oh, oh you fuckers. <laughs> and this is on. And he's got a Haitian name. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's of course, T'Challa's son. And, the, you know, we agree. He said he didn't want him to live, uh, to be raised in the kingdom and get, a, you know, some perspective. And then everything went bad. So we st- stayed away. Does my mom know? Yeah, your mom. Or does, did my mom know? Your mom knew. That's what she was trying to tell him on the beach, or her on the beach. That's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. And then she's like, "You got a cool oh, name." Oh, d- okay. I mean, uh, I, that's a question I had of like, what, what was she about to tell her? Yeah, like, she. You got a cool name. It's not my. That's not my real name. That's my Haitian name. What's your real name? And he says, "Of course, in Wakandan, of course, I'm Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa." And sure, he laughs. More like Tatulo. He's a little cutie. Super sad. Good job. Good job there. Mm-hmm. And then we cut. And then there's more credits. And then it just says the Black Panther will return. Does this kid have superpowers? No. That's but he was Black Panther when he was when when they were. Yeah, but you got to take the herb. I mean, the king was Black Panther when he made all the other kids. So you tell me if I take this herb, we make out. You don't get my. You don't get my power. It's straight up like steroids. You don't think you don't think they you don't think they uh, take the like the other herb to like take it away. Again, every time they're, they're no have a kid, I think so. Every time no way, that's like a big deal. You You take away the herb to fight. You take away the herb to fight. Otherwise, uh, if I'm Umbaku, <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm sitting in the rafters waiting for these people to fuck. <laughs> then I'm smashing down, break his up, neck, man. kick her out the building, and I'm king. You know Challenge what I mean? Accepted. I'm eating I, herbs left and right. I, I just, I'm eating them like Flintstone gummies. <laughs> oh, I want to call out just how beautiful all of the, the flashbacks were to to Chadwick Boseman. And like yeah. done in, in the perfect way that I love whenever media does this of just it's silent flashbacks with the same sort of uh, kind of wind rustling we heard in that Marvel yeah, yeah. stinger in the beginning. God damn, this got me so good. I was like bawling in the theater. Really, really beautiful. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great. And the movie's over. Stuff. That's yeah. it. The movie is That's over. The end of on. phase four. A fitting end. A fitting end. Say. A fitting end. We do have the holiday special for Guardians coming up. I don't That's know exactly where that falls, but the phase between phases, everybody. Andy, please hit the jingle. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Bum, 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 bum. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can write your reviews in haiku form, just like Mike L. in the chat, who I've seen in the chat. I've seen him right now. There he is. Wow. He was the last person to say something. That was weird timing. Uh, he says, Plan. a great use of light, a good script, and decent fights. We going to be all right. Oh, man. Ah! Good job, Mike. Good job. Very, very good. Uh, Rick Rod said, Angela Bassett. Namor was a great villain. Bad green screen times. Cooper pulled really? it off. That silent intro hit hard. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Like, for real, Andy, just so you know, I can't count any of these. I just nod along. I'm like, I don't know any of these syllables, two. man. I can't, I can't keep up. Those two haikus, yeah. Uh, and then, well, nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Greg like, there's a lot of words here. Well, you got to understand that Greg uh, admitted to everybody that syllables 
Just doesn't get him. I don't get he him. doesn't get him. I don't get him. This is during the the kind of funny the stream on. For he asked the how many syllables are in Greg Miller, and I told him his first name had two, and he kind of believed me at first. <laughs> I can see it. Greg. Yeah. Nick. <laughs> Joel's went out of in and says such a Bye. great goodbye. First and last scenes made me cry. Namor's feet can fly. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Uh, let's do Ragu Bagu. Do 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 Ragu. Do 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 Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast in the podcast. We rank all the villains of the MCU. Uh-huh. I'm one of your hosts, Greg, alongside Nick, Andy, and Tim. As you know, we have broken it up into tiers because there are four, no, 50. We have a f- cool 50 right now, uh, starting with Thanos and ending with Jessica Chastain uh, from all the oh villains and movies one. I assume I'm not out of my gourd when I say Namor is an S-tier villain. What, what's the bottom of S? Bottom of S is Scarlet Witch from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. 100% yeah, S tier. Yes, 100% agreed. So then here's where the S tier stands. This is the highest ranking. If you never played Crazy Taxi and don't understand that S is above A rank. Number one, Thanos in Infinity War. Number two, The Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. Number three, MBJ in Black Panther. Number four, Bacon Guy, a.k.a. Zemo from Captain America Civil War. Number five, Thanos in Endgame. Number six, Gobby and Crew from Spider-Man No Way Home. And number seven, Scarlet Witch in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Where do we want to begin the bidding for the one and only Namor? I want to... Start bidding at number four. Number four. That would put him below Michael B. Jordan, above Zemo. I like that. I think that's appropriate. I I think Zemo's better, but this is one of those ones that I'm not. I don't need to push for. I'm down with y'all. I I, I'm going to lose the vote, obviously already. But I would let you know. I would put him above MBJ. I like Namor that much. I I really love Namor in this movie. And I think whereas like uh, Killmonger, I I could see that. Killmonger, we all talked about sympathizing with to a degree. You know what I mean? And like, obviously, his backstory is tragic. And but then he, but then he's a bad guy. He's a straight up bad, bad guy. Whereas I do think Namor is. I'm looking out for my people. Like these, yeah. are, this, these, this is my kingdom. They are coming down. This is the chance to get on the same page and go after these people. And yeah, he does it through shitty means. I'm not justifying what he does here. He's a bad guy. Yeah. you're a bad guy. You're just talking exactly. About yeah, thank you. I would say. I like Killmonger as a character more and sort of the background, but I think the performance, I got to give it to. I, you know to what? Namor. I agree. I, do. I, I just think he was so, I think it was a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more complex. And I think that it's, it's, it's one of those characters where I feel like you can take him forward and have him eventually be a good guy somewhere down the line. And it would not surprise me because of the depth of what he was able to set up in this yeah. movie. Whereas with Michael uh-huh. B. Jordan, you're like, the Killmonger's bad. This is, he's, he's, it's, it's, yeah, there's no forgiving this. Is one. this your king? Like, those moments are great, but I do think that yeah. I mean, he's so you know, Andy when they got close to him, and he was like, "You want to come to my underwater city and like hang out?" Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Got a bunch you got of little, you got you got, you got some wings. There. He's like, "I'm a mutant." She's like, "Sure." He's like, how cold, the, "How cold? How cold is the CZs?" And he's like, "Ice cold." Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll put him over MBJ. I don't give a damn. All, All right, right, there you damn. go. There you go. The votes stand, everybody. The new ranking, of course, then goes Thanos from Infinity War, the Vulture from Homecoming, and now Namor from. Wakanda forever. And now it is time to rank the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Kev, can you please bring up the rankings? Thank you very much. Currently, there are 39 
entries. Number one, Endgame. Number two, Infinity War. Number three, No Way Home. Number four, Homecoming. Number five, Civil War. Number six, Ragnarok. Number seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians 2. Nine, Loki. Ten, WandaVision. Eleven, Avengers 1. Twelve, Guardians 1. Thirteen, Shang-Chi. Fourteen, Love and Thunder. Fifteen, She-Hulk. 16, Iron Man, 17, Far From Home, 18, Black Panther, 19, Doctor Strange, 20, Wolf, Werewolf by Night, uh, 21, Multiverse of Madness, 22, Hawkeye, 23, Miss Marvel, 24, Falcon and Winter Soldier, 25, Captain Marvel, 26, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 27, Ant-Man, 28, Black Widow, 29, Iron Man 2, 30, Age of Ultron, 31, First Avenger, 32, Iron Man 3, 33, Eternals, 34, What If? Give it to me. What If? Thank you all. Up. Uh, 35 Moon Knight, 36 Hulk, 38 Thor, and 39 Thor Dark World. I'm pretty crazy right now. I'm in a crazy mood, guys. You're in a crazy mood? I'm thinking this movie ranks pretty freaking high. For oh, me. yeah? Up I, there, yeah. I, 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 I want to start the bidding. Do you want to start the bidding? Does anyone have any objections to Andy starting the bidding? I'm okay with Andy starting the bidding. I guarantee I'm going to be the lowest on this movie. So go for it, Andy. I would put this underneath Shang-Chi. Oof. At number 14. <laughs> Oof. So above Love and Thunder, but under Shang-Chi. I would have put this. I would have put this. I want to hear. Where, I want to know how high you're going. I. Let me I'll, get my bullshit out of the way just because like, I know I'm going to be out here. I would put it at, at number 20, where Whoa. it is above Werewolf by Night. I do not think this is uh, as good as Black Panther, and I'm a big Doctor Strange 1 fan, so I go number 20. I, now, I'm, Nick, you and me, uh, yeah. Kevin, can we get the one for me and Nick, the real stars of the show? The badasses. Or as we like to call ourselves, the assholes. <laughs> I forget. We were choosing five to five. I'm sure Kevin isn't happy about you just toasting the microphone. Oh, I'm sure the <laughs> like, why does the <laughs> occasionally just go ping? It's fine. I want to know how crazy you're willing to get in your bidding war here, Nick Scarpino. I, I mean, I think emotionally and from from an acting standpoint, this movie is pretty high up there for me. Um, I did not have the same touchstones to Shang-Chi like you guys did. I would have actually put this. You love San Francisco. I would have, I would have put this. Well, it's hard because when we start getting to like Loki, WandaVision, I don't see those as being on the same level as this. Anyway, I think this movie is far and away a bigger accomplishment. So I would actually put this higher up. Maybe like right below Guardians of the Galaxy two volume two. And I want you to know, Nick, as a fellow member of Vibe to Vibe, <laughs> that is right where I was hung up to. Yeah. Of like, I don't think it's better than Winter Soldier. And then it's like, do I think it's better than Guardians Volume Two? And that's I, I, where it gets yeah. into a thing in the struggle. I think Guardians Volume Two is a better overall Marvel movie. And this is Marvel in review. As a movie from performances, you have some great moments. You have the Yondu moments. You have all that stuff. Sure, yeah, of course. Uh, that, and that's what have... resonates at the end of it, right? When I'm thinking about that, he might have been your your father, but he he wasn't he your da- daddy. He ain't your daddy. Yeah, but 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 Shuri sitting on the beach, meeting her nephew for the first time, just very emotional, very good. Just take that out of the marvelness of it and put that in any movie, and it's just a banger of a scene, just a great scene. That's like one of those. If that had been an indie movie, and you get to that moment, those moments, those would be people who are like, "We gotta start giving this movie some awards." And Angela Bassett, and, and Angela, Angela Bassett's Bassett. performance, all that stuff. As the third vibe to vibe. No, well, Tim. No, no. Tim, no. Vibe, to vibe to vibe. Andy, we're gonna break up. We reform the group. Vibe to vibe to vibe. Okay, Tim. Would you ask me if this movie is like an epic? Is is this movie an epic? Andy? I would say so. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Epic> response. <laughs> So Nick's at nine, and he's at fourteen. Tim is at twenty. Are you confirmed at nine? That's where you're going uh, to lock I in mean, for I, vibe. I, I, vibe. Yeah, I would put it. I would put it above Loki. That's where I would put it. Personally, 
I mean, this movie's just so good that even the... I think that's always a testament of how good a movie can be where you think of the worst parts of it and they're not bad enough to bring down the rest of the experience where I feel like that happens with me a lot in these movies when I watch them like, you know, some good moments, but man, those bad moments really dragged the overall experience down for me. And the the action scenes that were not so favorable in some moments, um, I, I think just... I don't even think about them. They're just so they're just off in the periphery because I'm just thinking about how strong everything else was. But I, I can't man, is this a better you know what? No, I come can't. on, vibe to vibe I, to vibe. I, Do you want to be part of vibe to vibe to vibe? I, I, I just I think that Guardians One and Avengers One are, are just stronger overall products in the same way that I feel about Loki and WandaVision. And they both kind of have the issue they I, I do love that this movie suffers the, you know, the same thing that we saw She-Hulk uh, kind of making fun of, where at the end of it, it becomes the superhero, the gigantic fight with fucking Power Ranger suits, and here we have the Midnight mm. Suns or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I mean, the, that's every movie though. Every, every yeah. Marvel movie ends with something like that, where you're like, it's either going to. But it's work not always done. But it wasn't great in this. Yeah, it's not always yeah. done this. You know, unfavorably. Sure. I would I've say. decided that I will vote with my vibe to vibe brother and put it at nine below Guardians. That that was the fight I was internalizing there while you all were boring me with whatever you were saying. You know what? Kevin ASX makes a great point. He says, do it for the primo. I'm going to do it for the primo. I'm going to put this underneath Guardians 2. The nines have it. Wow. Nines have it. That was a quick flip. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you were really arguing against it. Do it for the family. Do it for right the family. Cool. Do it for the family, wow. everybody. So that means the new ranking is of the top 10, I'm going to read. Uh, Kev, can you go to the shot, please, for a sec? We, we got a fucking uh, a Latino superhero, man. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, kind of a cool. super yeah, villain. Yeah, be all right. Yeah. Number one, Endgame. Number two, Infinity War. Three, No Way Home. Four, Homecoming. Five, Civil War. Six, Ragnarok. Seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians. Two, nine. Wakanda forever and 10 Loki. What a banger top 10. That's a good top 10. God, that's a great time to see you, everybody. Let us know in the comments below where you would rank Wakanda forever and what you thought overall of phase four in terms of the movies, in terms of the shows, how excited you are for Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming out in just a few weeks. And that will be our next in review that we are doing uh, because of Thanksgiving. I think there's one week that will not have an in review and then we'll return. It'll be Guardians holiday special. But until then, I love you all. Oh, no. I have Oh, no, I don't love you all. I hate all of you except for Morgan Lorraine, Fargo Brady, Hillary Bernard, I.D. Raven, Immersion Fragrances, Delaney Twining, Christopher Rodriguez, the Kind of Funny Destiny 2 PC clan, Corey Turnipseed, Tall Tree. Did I fuck something up? No. Tall Tree 81, Trent Berry, Joseph A. Carlson, Tranquil Uranium, Macro, 1UP Pest Control, Alex J. Sandoval, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, and Carrie Palmer. Thank you all so much. (laughs) Until next time. So close. Have a marvelous day.